Welcome to the Jeff Gross Podcast. This episode is brought to you in partnership with Party Poker. Go to PartyPoker.com to play tournaments, cash games, and improve your poker game. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast to hear all of my future episodes. All right, welcome everyone. We have got another very special podcast guest, friend of mine, uh, a Brazilian close to my heart. You know, my wife, Brazilian, my man's Brazilian. He's one of the top poker players, one of the biggest content creators in the game. An amazing, amazing guy. Philippe, thank you for being here. That's my pleasure. Absolutely. Uh, very nice to be here with you, Jeff. Uh, admiration, of course. It's, it's very big. You're one of the guys placing, doing, doing content uh, for the people out there, something that's uh, very valuable, taking care of the game. And that's, uh, that's something I respect a lot. Well, so it's my pleasure to be here. Well, yes, thank you for being here. It's, uh, it's mutual, the respect is mutual. And uh, coming off a good time, and we have a lot to talk about. And I always love when it's, I love doing podcasts, but I love when it's people that I respect and know well as well, because it's kind of like a catch-up. And Shit. these days and age, it's it's crazy time. And also, as you know, congratulations on being a father. I know uh, you and Natalie are. Uh, how how old now is your daughter? Oh, congratulations to you as well. <laughs> yeah, well, daddy. I, so I'm saying it's hard yeah. now. It's hard to keep up with yeah. life, daddy life. It's it's tricky to get in uh, extracurricular other than streaming. So yeah, how is how is being a daddy and how old is is your guys' baby? Yeah, my daughter just turned one on the 1st now, October 1st. Luana, right? Luna. Luna. Okay. My, I have a cousin from Brazil, Luana. That's right. But it's like yes. Luna or so, similar to... It? It, means, it means more in Spanish, yes. Okay. Very and, nice. Yeah, it's okay. a v- variation of the name. And uh, it's been a true blessing. It's been like uh, we're very happy. She is like the light of this house. There's no day that we're sad over here. Whatever happens with life or work or anything else, she's just a happy baby. It's, it's insane how, how she's always smiling. And um, unfortunately, during, during this uh, COVID time, it's hard times, uh, especially for the family. So my family... Uh, they were they were not able yet to to meet my daughter. Yeah. So that's so that's kind of tough. And uh, I mean, I, I feel I feel mostly mostly for them because I know how much they love her. So they see her every day, of course, right. over the over the the live calls and the videos. But it's just been a tough time now during COVID. But I actually. Uh, one thing I would like to say, it's like, uh, I'm, I'm very blessed, man, because this, uh, most of the people are really, really affected by, by, by COVID. And I have the opportunity to, I had, I actually had the plan to stay at home and take care of my daughter. So I didn't leave my wife at all while she was pregnant. That was, that was my plan. And after the baby, the baby born, my plan was to be at home as well. So it really doesn't matter or didn't matter if there were like a huge live events or whatever. I wouldn't be uh, going to play anyways. So right. my plan hasn't changed. Only thing is like this family stuff. That's that is that. 
I will say this with having a child, it is sort of like FOMO in a way too, because it, I remember when my son was born in April of, of 2019 and I missed the world series for the first time, other than, you know, I went out for like very short pockets, but I remember you kind of feel FOMO because yeah, you obviously want to be with your, your child and, and be, have that experience the whole time, but you also don't want to miss everything. So it's like, in a way, like you're saying, it's kind of like almost like, all right, well, you're forced to just be at home and be there and, and you would be maybe anyway, but it kind of, everything else sort of is paused. So it's like, all right, well, I'm not missing the world series this year. I'm not missing this and that. And it, it's almost, uh, again, you don't want to say it's like good timing and it's terrible in the world and it affects so many negatively, exactly. but for our industry and exactly. what we do, you know, being able to stream, uh, congratulations on your big win. I got last Sunday, I think you had over a $200,000 score online, which is pretty incredible i mean that's uh you know we as we know that doesn't come every day being a streamer playing online much. poker so so that's uh that's yeah. pretty pretty amazing um uh congrats on that uh, it, but yeah like for us it is able to kind of be in our own zone and, and work and, and create and do what we love so i think we're, we're very fortunate in that uh respect but um before we dive into your whole career so much to talk about. I want to ask you about the score because it's fresh. It's hot. We had already planned the podcast. This isn't like we hit a big score. Let's come on. No, we had had our set podcast. And then I was talking Sunday night. We were talking, like, oh, by the way, I just hit like a monumental score online while I was streaming. So tell me about that. What did you win? What did you, what was the buy-in? What was the, the, the tournament? And give me the whole set it up for me. Sure. Uh, well, for, first of all, I have rediscovered myself going back to streaming and playing online poker. Mm -hmm. That that wasn't my goal before the the pandemics. Okay, so I kind of reinvented myself. I said, okay, so I'm gonna be at home. I love doing this. I did this in the past, but now I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, try and do this uh, for real and contribute with my community, which 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 is amazing. So we started January pretty much streaming. Uh, we didn't miss any week. We, we pretty much streamed uh, during the series, maybe every day of the week, like six out of seven, sometimes seven out of eight days. And we, we did not have a successful WSOP. We had WSOP running on GG, mm -hmm. uh, despite of hitting uh, uh, two final tables, final table on the 10Ks, final table uh, 1K, but uh, it didn't quite get there. And then uh, GG started this new series this Sunday. It's called the Bounty Hunter Series. Mm -hmm. And I was excited to play one of those events because it was the biggest bounty I, I ever saw online, which was a 10K uh, bounty. Yeah. So, and I decided to play that one on stream because that's that that's pretty fun. You yeah. know, count somebody, make like five k, seven five hundred, and you, you you keep going. It's like, and uh, one thing that I love about uh, uh, the software is that you can sell shares over the client. Yeah. So that's pretty cool because uh, the fans can buy shares and they can play along with you over the stream and cheer and send the good vibes and everything. So I, uh, I know that's a tough, very tough event uh, uh, with 1 million guarantee, like 94 runners uh, in the event. So it's not very popular for, for selling. Yeah, but still, the community likes to have a, a sweat. Right? How, yeah, they give like... me give me an idea because I I obviously I think you I believe you might have done something with Stay Kings before. I obviously I'm very involved with that. I put action on there. People love it. It is a great tool. The yeah. fact that I will say 
GG is the first to the punch out of the major sites, getting the, the stake that within built in the site. It is a very cool feature. And how, how did that go? How much did you put up? Did people, did it sell out? How much, how much did people able to get of your action in that one? Yes, that's a very nice question because like we, we just play with it, to be honest, like uh, every day of every Monday of the, of the week, mm -hmm. we put up whatever we're playing, no markup, right? It's called like no markup Monday, no meet Monday, mm -hmm. where we try to make people conscious, conscious about what's happening with the world. So we play like some uh, documentaries or doing the stream mm -hmm. and they also can buy whatever I, I'm playing at zero markup. And so that has been a lot of fun. So during the high rollers week, we won the 1K main event. Uh, during the GG series, we won two events of the GG series playing live. That's with sad. They had 50% of it. That's sad. They had 50% of it. That's but sad. this one, th th that's fun, right? Yes, very good. I love that. Yeah. yeah this, way, this is, give me the good news. Tell me, tell me, uh, you won 200 plus. I, I'm rooting for the community, but I got, I hope you, you know, I yeah. hope it wasn't, how did they get it? <laughs> what did they have? What did you, what did you give out? They had, they had 15% of that. Still, it's a nice, big, very nice score for them. Yeah, they, now they can, uh, there's a new uh, variation of the tool that you can buy 0.01% of a share which means like when you pay a high buying like a 10k everybody can participate and yeah. have a and have a small share so there were a bunch of uh stakeholders yeah for uh a lower amount which means that every 0.01 right which is a one 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 tenth was worth like 200 and um 220 right something like that yeah that sounds right yes um, so it was it was actually very very cool and the the situation is that uh, you you know that as a fellow streamer and uh, will put yourself uh, on a way higher uh, standard than mine. Um, I don't think, do I don't it. know about that. You're, yes. you're pound for pound. Yeah. I mean, you're you're coming. Nah. You, got, you have a twenty k following on Twitch, which is nothing to sneeze at. I know you don't. You haven't streamed as much either, so you're 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 coming up very fast. And that's that's the growth is. Uh, you know, it's, it's, I think I hate to interrupt you, but it's a Twitch streamer in me, but it's true. The thing about Twitch, which is so hard and what people don't understand, I have so many people will message me, Hey, I want to do Twitch. I want to get set up. I, what do I need? What's the equipment? What do I get? I'm just like, whenever they start asking me all this stuff, I'm like, yeah. Oh, you're asking the wrong questions. Cause you have to dive in and, and the people that do it exactly. and they try it and they may be set up and listen, there's nothing wrong to set up a stream, do it once in a while, play a series, but the guys that are going to mm -hmm. show up build a, a consistent following, do it day in, day out, put a lot of work into it. You know, it's not many, it's not for everybody. And that's why I think you see very small amount of people that are able to kind of be consistent and break through because it is a, it's something, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's inside of you. You know, you have to really be, have a strong, strong work ethic and, and, and follow through because it's, it's not easy to, to, to build because it'll dissipate. If you stop for a yeah. month or a year, you know, you can't just like come on once right. every month. It doesn't work. So again, credit to you. I appreciate the comment, but yeah, I would put no. you in the uh, top tier of, of streamers and, and people and, and, and growing very fast. So you guys got to check I it out. I put it up here, but you can you can follow them along, and, and I think you have a schedule and everything, uh, and, and put it on there yep. again. It's Fleet Mojave on Twitch, but I'm gonna try to not interrupt you. I can't help it though. I get excited. I'm passionate. I'm like half Brazilian, man. I get fired up. So yeah, go ahead. I, I don't mean to interrupt you, but go ahead. <laughs> no, that's great. That's great. Conversation's going great. That's better. Even better. Yeah. Uh, 
I mean, uh, that's true because like uh, you have putting a lot of hard work into this. What you, what the advice you gave uh, everybody that wants to be on Twitch could happen be, be could couldn't be better, and I could do any better. Actually, you need to decide if you're going for this. If you go to, for this, you need to dive in. That's the the right approach. And uh, the fun part about this win is that we play from the first to the last hand on stream. So I think that this is very valuable for the community because I know I know I reached a lot of stuff uh, as a poker player. I play poker for like let's round it up 15 years uh, for real. I mean uh, paying my bills with poker for 15 years. Let's say like that. Yeah. And. Um, this is an event that everybody wants to see. You know, you're playing against all the big names, and uh, people want to know uh, decisions you're making, if they, if they, if uh, what, what these big players are doing. So this is fun to play, to play, to play live. It's a lot of exposure uh, as well. So you need to be very much uh, okay uh, with that. As my goal is to share uh, knowledge, the little bit that I know to everyone so everybody can understand better about uh, what poker is. So as my goal is, is that, so I'm happy to do that every time. So I don't have a problem with that. So that was fun to sweat the, from the first to the last it was a very difficult path uh, in that event. We were short during the bubble, like last in chips, literally. And uh, managed, managed to win a tournament where five left who had nine blinds and a chip leader had 120. Wow. Those are sometimes the best. And I think that's like yeah. one of those yeah. things. It's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a valuable lesson, chip in a chair, and you just never out. And it's such a crazy, uh, that's such a crazy swing to think about. You know, go from bubble to, to win 200. But really, if you're focused and, you know, you play the right ranges, play the right spots, be, you know, it's, it can happen. It, 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 I had a similar yeah. stream Sunday where I was 17 to 17, 1.7 blind, 16 cash in the 5K, and I ended up getting final. I didn't win it. I got eight, but like same thing. You know, it's like it, it's not usually the guy who's the shortest on the bubble that, that bubbles, and there's still a lot of strategy down the stretch. And and like you said, it's playing from the first hand. You see a lot of late registrations. This is something online. It's a bit of a problem too. People late register and the guarantees and you know how how do uh, the reentries? These are all kind of issues. So the fact that you went wire to wire start the first hand get to show it get to see how people it's okay to play deep and maybe advantageous because you get people make some mistakes or aren't playing as well early uh is it, very cool um so tell me a bit about uh the the schedule for you then so you are a father your wife who is uh, also we've had dinner before with all of us my wife's brazilian she's from germany cool. you're brazilian uh she's also a, a, a ambassador of poker a well-known uh, poker player we'll give her some uh, some love here and i think we'll have some more baby shots there it is look at this there's uh cool. there's some some baby shots and and mm -hmm. um and 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 some and a poker player but now more i would imagine mother is she getting to play some poker do you got does she still do uh does she get do you guys rotate does she stream like how much is she getting to, to play uh, or are you just kind of assuming the role as as the, the breadwinner and poker player because you guys are like a, a hybrid you know it's it's rare yeah. not many poker power couples True. you're in that short list so that's a very interesting uh situation actually because uh whenever i started to stream pretty much uh every day uh now this past week i've been streaming like three four days a week mm -hmm. so it's still a lot uh, I know that she wanted to play as well. 
and she 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 she's also streaming right now uh sometimes uh and i i wanted to to empower her and make her feel comfortable by i came to her by a couple couple months ago and i said hey uh yeah we're we're just the same here right so if you want to play and if you want to stream and uh just name the days you want to do that so then i'll take those days off and uh will be my time to take care of the baby it will be my time to take care of uh, uh everything else so so we're doing this so we're rotating and uh it's uh it will be like selfish from my end to to it, it, man she would do anything for us she would do anything for this family like this woman is amazing so that's why that's why it's uh i can i can could could never do that to her especially because she loves poker very much she's a terrific poker player Mm-hmm. When we talk about poker here at home, I never put myself uh, over her. Never. She's like super smart and she plays really, really, really well. So we're always discussing poker at the, at the same level. We're discussing poker at the same level. And uh, it's, it's interesting to see her, her development because she wants to keep going. She wants to keep playing. And I'm, uh, I'm, I'm trying to do my best to support her on this. So she started to stream and uh, she started to play a little more uh, again. Of course, uh, the, the baby still a, a lot uh, dependent on her because she's still breastfeeding and, uh, and uh, of course, some other things. But uh, it, we, we, we're kind of like making progress. We're making progress and that's, all, that's really awesome because I want to see her shine. I want to see her shine because uh, I saw her reading the live events. I saw her uh, crushing the cash games because yeah. she's a former cash gamer, mm-hmm. uh, such as myself. And uh, I just want to see her play more. And what I know is, she's excited. What's her Twitch stream? We got her up here on Instagram. What's what's her actual? What's her yeah, name? she ju- she just started a new channel. While we're having all this conversation, then she started a new channel it's called Heart Damin which is H-E-R-Z-D-A, yeah, Herstoven Club. That's the top one, which is amazing because that's a project for women in poker. Mm. So she brings up uh, all, all this uh, influential, uh, inspirational woman in poker. So that's the description right there, like uh, supporting each other, connecting, helping women. And that's... Uh, that's a beautiful thing to do, you know. Most of the time, she's not thinking about herself. Uh, like here in the family, she never thinks about herself. So, and uh, so instead of start, starting back from her own channel, which she had a good viewing, etc., she decided to uh, start a new one and do this project with the ladies. And they're doing just amazing, to be honest. They had like a uh a mental psychological coach the other day they had like Kristen Bicno for a coach the other day they had like uh all this this amazing woman uh in the in 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 the channel and such as other woman playing other woman playing as well the channel is all, it's not only hers the channel is for the whole uh female community so other other girls are streaming there uh, which makes it, which makes it very, very awesome. So I just want to support her if she wants to go this way and play more. 
I'll be I'll be the person try to like uh, help her. Yeah. I mean, I I don't have uh, I have a lot of goals uh, still, but I'm like very down to earth. I I don't matter. It, it doesn't. I mean, it it's, it it matters more to me to see her happy and doing whatever she likes. Right. And and, and uh, sharing this life with her is being a blessing. Ha- yeah, absolutely. How and how old are you right now? Thirty, you're thirty-five or no, a little thirty-seven. I'm thirty-seven. True. 37, that's right. I'm thirty-seven. She's um, thirty-four. How? How? When did I want to say you guys went fairly quickly? Because I remember when you met or you were an item. I think my wife and I had dinner with you, and you might yes. not have been married or. I mean, you. I don't think you were. You were either engaged or not engaged yet. I don't think you were. I can't remember now. Maybe this was like at a hard rock tournament in Florida a year and a half or two years ago, maybe. Uh, sure. And and my wife was like, you know, they're going to get married or they're going to have a baby. Like she knew you were going to be together. Like, and I don't think you were like, yeah. it was pretty quick. How, well, how first fast? of all, give me this trajectory. Yeah. First of all, your your wife is amazing. She's an amazing person. Well, thank You're you. You're very lucky guy. I agree. She, well, she's Brazilian, yeah. man. You know, there's, there's, <laughs> yeah, she's got that. Uh, you have good people and bad people from everywhere. That's true. the other case. You're right. You're she's right. A, she's a, she's a not very nice person. Thank you. Yeah, no, she, uh, yeah. she was excited. I told her I was having you on. I'm sure she might, she'll probably pop in the chat here. She usually comes That's in nice. and says hi, and hopefully we can all get, get dinner again. And our, uh, you know, our, my, my son might make a, make a play at your, your daughter, at least to hold hands. He's gone for it before with uh, babies. He's not afraid. So, uh, we, you know, That's we have nice. a good time, but, but yeah, tell me the, uh, tell me the timeline. Cause you guys did go fairly, it went, it went quick is what I remembered. Like you guys really got, got going, uh, and just sort of, uh, chemistry was there. So tell me about that. But there's a point, there's a point in life that you know what you want, you know? And then when you find what you want, why would you hold back? We actually never needed to have this conversation. When we got together, whatever, uh, exactly the words I told you, it was like, it was in my eyes and her eyes and just connecting and said, this is it. So... This is it. So we went for it. And when, when, we, when we were together uh, having uh, the dinner in Miami, we were just dating. It's been like, I mean, two, yeah, months, month. and a, two months and a half, like three months, maybe. Okay, that sounds right. Yeah, I knew it was pretty yeah. pretty quickly, but that, she saw it. She saw the twinkle in the eyes, and my, she called it right away. And I, I said, yeah, I mean, I don't know, but it's, yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, people date, things happen. It's hard to yeah. really know, but how, and then when did you propose or get married? Or how did that go from there? So you. That's the, that's the fun part uh, right now, actually, because I proposed to her this the same day we won this tournament uh, this Sunday, on October 12th. Wait, what? Oh, you were you proposed exactly. it just now? No, no, no. That was October 12th, 12, 12, uh, two years ago. Ah, okay. I was going to say, wait, I was like, I, I, yeah, thought, no. I, remember, I thought you were married. Or, yeah. Or, uh, yeah, I mean, same date, because wow. that's also Children's Day in Brazil. I saw that. I did see that. I knew it was Children's Day. Yeah. One of the things I saw posts on that, and because I know it's important to you, and and that, I did know that part. But wow! So that was the day you proposed two years yeah. ago. Wow! Two years ago. Powerful day. So, you knew, did you know it? Did you know going in Sunday, you're like, I'm gonna win a big tournament? Did it just feel? Did it just feel special? I mean, I won't lie to you. I was just getting smashed, to be honest. I was. I, I think I was playing. I was playing good. I had a good mentality, but I didn't had uh, too many good sessions uh, lately, mm-hmm. to be honest. 
So, of course, I was excited. One more day. Every day is a new day. It's new opportunity. That's the, that's the mindset coming to, to, uh, to a poker session. And uh, we had a good uh, session on Saturday, like uh, got runner-up in one of these 500s. And uh, I told everybody, we're going to get better tomorrow. And somebody in the chat said, hey, buddy, second place can only get better if you win. I said, there you go. <laughs> That's, there's, there's room. That's the only room left. So you did, there you go. <laughs> That's amazing. And I, I want to ask you about that because we spoke a little on message just around this time. We were kind of, I was playing with you on the, the table thing. And I want to ask you about that because do you feel we've both played around the same amount of time, a long time. We've played online. We've played live. Live is one table yeah. online. You have an option to do, you know, crazy. You can go a little, little nuts. And I'm sure you've experimented with an insane amount of tables. I've done it too. Just pushing True. the limit, seeing what works. What do you believe is optimal in terms of playing tables? Cause on Twitch, it's adding a lot of tables. If you play one table, it's like playing probably five. So like when you're playing four or six or eight yes. and you're doing on stream, your stream's going to either suffer, your play is going to suffer because it, it takes a lot of energy and work. And I don't think people, I don't know the exact formula. I would guess it's like four tables. Maybe someone said mm -hmm. more, it depends. So like, how do you, how do you balance that? And have you, have you made any adjustments on the amount of tables you play with streaming? Uh, that, that's nice to talk about it. Probably like uh, everybody wants to know about it too. I'll, I'll say what I think and what works for me, uh, not necessarily what's right. Yeah. Uh, when I started playing poker, actually, my biggest score on a tournament online was like over a decade ago. It was like a W Coupe event in 2009. 2009 was the time when I was an online pro, where I was playing online, where I had most uh, volume, where I had like, uh, where focusing on this, you know. Actually, my, my schedule in 2009 was like, I was gonna play online first. Then after playing online, if I had a good session, I stay in. If I have a bad session, I go to the live casino, play cash game. That was my 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 schedule at the time, and uh, so at that time there were no no streaming, right? There was no streaming. No. So I I remember that I tried and I played a, a tremendous massive amount of tables, right? But when it comes when it comes, I mean like. Uh, uh, a lot like 18 maybe 24 mm -hmm. tables sometimes yeah. but like when i when when moving to streaming what you said is truth when you're playing one table it feels like you're playing three four tables for that one table because uh if you if you want to do it correctly if you want to do it twitch correctly uh you need to acknowledge your audience you need to connect uh, with the fans. You need to read the chat. You need to engage in polls, conversations, uh, etc., and uh, so on. And that's absolutely not possible when you're playing that many tables. So we had an experience this week, that this year, I mean, when I when I started uh, streaming and playing online uh, back again from January, where. I, I, I was trying to do an exercise and see how many tables uh, I could handle while twitching. And I got to the maximum number of 12 and it was really difficult, mm -hmm. really difficult. I, I got lucky that day that we had 12 
I I won uh, the High Rollers Week 1K playing 12 tables, and I remember that I had like some sort of like eight tables left with the final table happening over Twitch, and I was lost. Yeah, I I was I was lost. I, like the other tables, they were like completely ignored. So mm-hmm. I had to focus. So that was a bad experience. Right. Luckily, I focused on that event, on that event. So so that turned out to be nice, but uh, it wasn't optimal. So from that day on, I set up uh, something on my stream where I tell people like, hey, this is poker day. I'm going to interact less and I'm going to play 10 tables and I'm going to show you guys all hands on the live hand viewer. So uh, sometimes I do that. But most of the time, I'm five tabling. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, I'm five tabling. And whenever I'm playing something like big, like the, I play the 25K on stream, right? The WSOP 25K on stream. So I said to everybody, this is one tabling. I'm just going to open this table and I'm going to focus on this tournament and I'm going to uh, have fun with you uh, uh, in the chat and I'm going to do the one table. So I think the. To, to, to be honest, the, 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 the GTO nowadays will be from four to six tables, I would say. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think, I think there's something special about one tabling. And, you know, Jason Somerville, who I don't know if you were watching it all or, you know, because for yes, me, yes, yes. he was the kind of obviously the original guy on Twitch. But then sort of when I started watching, there was like Kevin Martin, Jamie Staples had come on and they were sort of getting big and and they were one of the early guys. And I know I watched Jason as well. But, you know, his thing is one table and he literally will one table. He'll pull up, you know, all his the website stuff. He'll show stuff. He'll put up clips. He does his stuff. He doesn't miss the chat. And like, you know there's something to be said about that not to mention it just seems like your stream's going to be a lot better or you're going to play a lot better but like obviously if you get cooler you get unlucky you lose a big flip or whatever right you get deep and then if your stream just has nothing developing it's kind of tricky too so you know exactly you got to kind of have a balance so i don't know i I think probably like two to four i think four is probably like the perfect number for twitch just because like you could Mm -hmm. still very focus well plus you're going to see a chat once you get in like six Plus, like it gets, uh, if you, especially if you have to go to like multiple screens, you know, if you're playing like different screen stuff, you have your chat here. Cause like I've looked on replays, yeah. you know, in a big stream or something, I'll go back or I'll watch some stuff and like just take a little look at my stream and I'll be like, wow, I'm just missing like chat. Like there's guys who will say like, I miss donations. You miss like hosting even sometimes. And it's like, that's just unacceptable yeah. in my opinion, like yeah. to miss these type of <laughs> engagements and things where it's just, you, you realize yeah. you're not fully present. Um, and also, you know, to speak on the game, like there's, there's so many situations like, you know, cause there's guys like Mormon, there's guys like you could name a, you know, a dozen or, or 30, 40, just world-class players that, you know, their program, like Mormon could probably play 24 tables. Perfect. They got a system. They know, like they move it, they color coordinate. And they're just like built like that. You know, yes. for me, it's uh, I, I for sure think my play suffers at a, uh, a bigger level. And I think that makes, I mean, obviously that makes sense. So uh, very interesting and, and, and good to, good to hear that you've got kind of that tackled. Um, what is, uh, well, again, we got a lot. I, I didn't put the, uh, sure. we're giving away a ticket. I'm going to give away in the chat. I didn't put out of respect. Let, let me, add, not- let me add something. Can I add something to that? Yeah. Real quick. Actually, you said about uh, Jason Somerville's name. I mean, that guy is amazing. To this guy is, is is simply amazing. Well, he started back in the day. He was inspirational for everybody, you know, yes. uh, including myself. I I, I love that guy, and uh, I need to make it to write here and address his name. Actually, 
the whole Twitch community uh, from poker is it's awesome. You know, when you mentioned Kevin Martin is an amazing guy, uh, James Staples, amazing guy. I mean, I, I uh, lately my two favorite streamers uh, are include yourself and Ben CB because there are people that are doing uh, a lot of stuff for the community, giving a lot of opportunity for people that starting, you know. So these people will be playing you, will be playing me, will be playing other people in, in the near future. So you're taking care of this ecology, this poker economy. This is amazing. Plus, you guys have no fear. You guys play the big events. You show your face. You show your cards. You don't care. That's freaking... You, you guys are the bosses, you know? You guys are the boss. That got me inspired to do the same. Because when I open up a 25K and I show you my cards, you know how the chat is. Sometimes a little bit toxic. Sometimes it's a little bit like people like, oh, what you're doing? And people that have like... A, nothing to talk about but they still talk about so you need to be like a very okay with what you're doing when you're gonna show yourself so that's why i think it's amazing i said this over my stream the other day that's why i'm repeating that uh, that you and basically be doing that i i think it's awesome well i appreciate it. and I, I think again it's something that's uh what i think you would agree that you know, we're at a level where we've played poker a long time. We feel very comfortable. We know we're winning professional poker players. But at the same time, why it's so fun is because on Twitch, like we're going to be more experienced, have more knowledge than probably 97 or 8 percent of the players watching. Uh, but also realizing that we're we're also learning, you know, like I, it's, that's why I love it so much. And the game changes all the time. You know, you look at the years, people were three betting a lot. Then they were just calling. Then there was, you know, early on, people just limped. And then it was four okay. betting, five betting. I remember in like that's why. Years, it was like six, seven betting was like a thing. Exactly and, why I coach. Yes. Because because I'm learning. It's a learning process every time. I'm always like a, a, the police for my own self. Yeah, because because this is amazing. And, uh, and in the end, like uh, people want to train and get content from who? Like from from people that are like uh, hi, uh, hiding or or from people that are like playing the big events online. They have a lot of theory. They have a lot of coaching problems and they show in live how you do it. They're actually winning the tournaments. So I want to learn from you. I want to learn from BCB because you guys are showing me, not, not only telling me, like, uh, this is good, this is bad, but like, you're showing me that this right. is good. This is and, bad. and also so being I, honest, being honest where, you know, especially in my case where I'll say, I'm not sure. There's certain spots where I'm like, man, this is close, or I, or I don't know, and I need to review it, or it's, like, tricky for me, too, and that's okay. You know, I think that's, uh, of that's course, part that's of totally it. Of course, that's totally fine. Yeah, that's totally fine because we commit those mistakes without nobody uh, acknowledging nobody's seeing and then you don't you don't get attention for yeah. that so you develop you develop uh, develop a lot of your game by uh, ex uh exposing yourself and by being okay that you only need to get better a little bit every day to achieve your goals you don't need to be like the best poker player in the world you just need to keep going keep getting better keep learning keep uh, evolving Yes, I, I completely agree. And, and yeah, thank you. And again, I try to, I do like to watch and, and sweat. Like it's one of those things though, too, as a, as a, as a content creator, as a streamer, it's not like the first, you know, especially with kids now, like when you're done streaming or when you're done, whatever, there's some, there's some after time where you kind of, you know, you go through, you look at some clips, you look at some notes, you go through Twitter, whatever. But you know, the first thing you do when you're done, it's like, you want to see your, 
your, your child. You want to spend time with your wife. You want to, you know, relax. So I, I, I do try to see your stream and I, and some people I'll see on, I'll check in, but obviously it's like one of those things where, you know, you're not able to just watch, uh, watch all the, you're already doing so much stuff. You're on your own. You can't see as much, but you know, again, I, I, I do follow along and make sure I try to watch it and, and support your stuff as much as possible. And I think it's great. We were on the same team. We were poker stars. Um, Yes. I want to talk about this too before we kind of dive into the next thing. And I did put up a, uh, a we do have a retweet. We're going to give away a $55 ticket. I didn't put out of respect for you. I didn't, you know, I know you're on another team at the moment, but I think it this does is not matter. Yeah. It does really not matter. And to be honest, I like to talk about that because, like, uh, yeah, keep going. I'll talk yeah. about uh, Yeah, no, I was saying I didn't put the, I didn't tag party poker in there, you know, for, for just for doing a giveaway. But it's all good because I, I personally believe, I think it's funny where, I think some people have a mis misconception or sort of they like to make a thing about, oh, like, you know, Negreanu left this or I go there or you were at one team or another. But if you look at sports, which it's very similar to, the only difference is, you know, this isn't in soccer. Let's take American soccer. Uh, there's, you know, MLS, th like th 25 or 27 teams. And then there's 32 NFL teams, 32 NBA teams. What trades happen, people leave, people do one-year deals, people do eight-year deals, LeBron, look at LeBron James, like people move around. In poker, there's not many teams. There's, there's, there was one big team, Poker Stars, which we both yep. had the opportunity to, to work with. And, you know, it's obviously gone through different phases and ownerships and things, you know, so at one point we were both there. And I think it's, it was safe to say that was the greatest place to be at the time. I have nothing but gratitude and, and, and happy to be there. Enjoyed my time, enjoyed everyone I work with. And I, and I have nothing negative. You know, I'm not going to say stuff like it, it's just like at the given moment, you make your best decision for you and for what you believe is the company or who you want to align with at a, at a given moment or thing. And those things change. And like, obviously I don't agree with everything poker stars did. I don't agree with everything party poker does. I don't agree with everything. Every site does. Like if, if you work for Ford Absolutely. motor company and you're an employee or, you know, you work for them and you're the, let's just say you're the head of marketing. If you don't agree with the president or CEO on a, a point or two, you don't just quit. You're not just like, all right, I'm, I'm out. Like, I don't agree with like the way you, uh, you're doing, you know what I'm saying? So it's complicated, but I think the point being what there's 888 GG party poker, poker stars, you know, you throw an ACR, like talk about maybe global poker. There's some other sites, bet three, six, I don't know, whatever, patty poker. Uh, what's the one, uh, there's a couple others that are like, have some market share, um, and ultimate or natural AGG, you know, these are. I think it's like there's too much uh, thought about oh he left this or it's like he's you know it, it's like no we're a, we're a community especially as players we want the best we want everything that you know we don't we want competition it was not good for about a year or two with poker party poker stars they had all you know all the be biggest Twitch streamers That's host the another host another. The other sites were kind of not getting the exposure. The poker stars could do whatever they wanted, and and you know it's a business. So like, yeah, they were gonna. It's gonna be more uh, dominant for the for the site. So like now, there's party poker as a stream team. GG's got a team. There's some you know eight 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 Tonka was huge, and and he hasn't been streaming as much. He was over at eight eight eight. Um, you know your wife was eight eight eight. There's there's a, there's a there's a there's an economy. People have options. People get to see different things. There's different formats, different structures, different things. So I think it's really good for poker. And although we're not on the same team, you know, I don't think that, uh, you know, fundamentally, that's what I love about Rob Young and party poker. He doesn't really care. He talks about the other sites. He promotes, it. he says, we're not the best in a lot of areas. We're getting better, you know, and, and, and whatever. So anyway, I go on a rant, but I get fired up, but yeah, we're not on the same team at the moment, but we're, we have the same goal and mission. And, uh, 
that's my rant. So you know what? You know what? I would say like I totally agree, and I'll put up like this: We are on the same team. We play for team poker. Yes. Okay. So that means same team. And uh, if we don't have this mentality, the po poker game is gonna die. We don't want the game to die. We want the game to grow. That's why most of the time I'm making bad decisions for my own money while playing on stream. I could be earning more. I could be playing off stream. I could be whatever, you know? You're helping the community and you're engaging with the community, bringing and building, creating, and helping more players by, by doing that. And that's a big thing to do because I know I do that. It's very tough. So that's why I respect all other pros, all other sites, all other streamers. And it, I don't really care as well. Like, uh, I mean, lately I couldn't like uh, host you for just a time zone thing. When I'm online, I'm probably like see you online at the same time when I'm uh, offline, I, I cannot find you. But so many times, I host uh, on my channel, my competitor, other people, you know, people that I send all over my crew over there, they're selling some other stuff. Let them be happy. Let them sell. Let them, uh, the economy move. Because uh, I think this is uh, in incredibly important. Like uh, one thing that I think it's really important is to support uh, the, the actions from other sites as well. I always say this on my stream. People ask me, why are you not playing on party? Why are you not playing on poker stars? Because my answer, I have my hands full. There's so many events here on GG I'm playing on stream. I cannot play too many. But give me a great event. I'm going to talk about it, and I'm going to play. What the, the party did, the 10K uh, event, uh, WPT, I play. I said, everybody, this is an amazing event. You guys should play, support support the site because they're doing great stuff. Yeah. Like uh, Rob Young is an amazing guy. He does a lot for the poker community, has a sense of poker community. We need more people like this guy in the poker industry. Yeah. Right? I, I, I agree completely. The same thing. That's why, like, in our meetings and with the, the, the Twitch, the stream people that are – uh, involved making decisions as well as the the streamers. You know, we we are allowed to. You know, I, I, back in the day at Stars, it was like no, you know, nothing else. Uh, to kind of you know do just play this. Like here we have an option, and and that's great. So like I did, I played some GGWSOP events. Even the other day, mm -hmm. I streamed. I played. There's you know there's some bounty stuff going on. I had a couple of those going on my stream. I think yesterday or no two days ago. Uh, and and same thing. Like I, I the, the the reality is on GG and and party poker there is enough events where you could just play those. So if your sponsor it makes sense, but if, yeah, of course, when there's a million dollar guarantee, $2 million guarantee, super value tournaments, like, yeah, it's nice to be able to have that option because as poker players, it's also for Twitch, you know, they want to see it. Instead of playing a $100, 20K guaranteed, oh, if, you, if that's the next best thing going, if you're playing a, you know, a, two, a 320, 400K guarantee, it's better for everyone, better for the streamer, better for the viewers, better, you know, for everyone. So I, I do, I saw actually a, I think it was called Around the World. It was for card, card player. I saw Rob Young on, it was the other day, uh, Daniel Negreanu from GD and a few people, they were talking about it. I would love, I don't know how to do it exactly. I've thought about it. And again, not really trying to take more projects on at the moment, but it would be pretty cool to get, have like a, some sort of union or community where the, the, not necessarily the owners, because like Rob and the, those guys can sort of talk amongst each other. And I, I think they do, uh, but have like, you know, 
two to four or two to three to five from each site, you know, a major site, you can opt in and, and have like a voting and then the sites vote their players. And then they, you know, kind of come together and have like a monthly or a quarterly meeting and basically say, here's what we like. Here's what we don't like. Hey, re-entries, you know, cap it. Let's add a minute on the break. So it's six minutes. I think GG might do that now. Uh, make a little extra. Mm -hmm. Like these type of things that, you know, if we, if it's like yeah. a vote and people at least present it to the, the leaders of the site as the community, the top uh, players or, you know, the, the, the influencers or the, the brand ambassadors are able to sort of come together and say, Hey, this works. It like, you know, if pads from, from party poker and you got Negranu yourself, uh, Fedor, other guys from GG, uh, 888 Dominique and, you know, Natalie or Tonka, these guys come together and everyone's like, Hey, this works. This doesn't work. Or like, Hey, this is what I think. And then, you know, maybe I might think of it or not know about it. And I'm like, Oh, that makes sense. That's and amazing. Like, now if we come as like a whole and we bring, I think it's a lot more powerful. So, you know, I don't think it would be that hard to organize, uh, especially if it's like quarterly or, you know, every two months, um, but you know, that, that's just something I think that, that poker does need. It's a, it's an important time. There's a lot of things happening. There's a lot of big decisions, you know, no HUDs, uh, real, real, real names, um, you know, yeah. re-entry. These are all big, big issues that sort of need to be addressed. And I think it's, uh, uh, it's something that would be good if everyone kind of gave uniform because sites are scared. Like, oh, if I take a chance first, it could hurt our bottom line. And other sites are sort of waiting to see if it's going to happen, even though they know it's good. So it's like, it's mm -hmm. a bit tricky. And this is, uh, this is very important. It's a critical time, I think, for online poker in the next, next year or two. Um, I agree. I agree. Starting from the streamers, I always say like, go support your favorite streamer. Doesn't matter if it's another company. People ask me this on stream. I say, go subscribe, yeah. buy the guy stuff, do uh, play on the site, sign up. You know, because like uh, this is important for you and this is important for the industry as well. And when it comes to this organization. It's very important for, for poker. I would love to see that happening. And if I can help in any way, I, I mean, obviously, like you mentioned uh, the name uh, of uh, Pets. Uh, I, I think that dude is simply awesome. He, I'm not, I, I don't always agree to 100% of the stuff uh, he uh, speaks. Yeah. But I have so much respect for the guy. Uh, he does a lot for the industry, always puts himself out there, uh, speaking about his idea. That's, that's really, really cool. And uh, so, so I have a lot of respect. So this, we, need to, we need to go to, to, to a way in poker where the, the game can only get better, where the game can be more responsible, where people uh, have more information. Uh, why, why do I say that? Especially when I'm addressing to my native audience, like in Brazil, because my stream is mainly in Portuguese, but we do trilingual every day. So we speak English, we speak Spanish. And uh, so we have a lot of people coming from other countries as well. Mm -hmm. And the, the, the penetration in poker for, for Brazil is still very low. So if you talk about poker to the common common people in the country, most of the people would say, I don't know this game or I heard about this game, but I don't know how to play. So you need to give information to the people for people to come in into the game. They come in the right way. They come to have fun. They come to uh, learn the game uh, before they come to the game thinking about like, yeah, this is going to be my job. I'm going to make money from this. This is... Uh, it's just not the, the way it is and uh, the way to go forward, in my opinion. So 
uh, on my stream, as you said, uh, we're playing the top events, the most popular events, of course. We know we hardly ever play like a $100 event or 20K guarantee on stream. We try to play mostly the big events where people want to watch, people want to see. But we're doing, we're doing this... I call it, I don't even know the name, but like, what do we do? We we elect one day of the week and we say, I ask the audience, what do you guys want to see me play? What do you guys want to feel comfortable playing? People say like, oh, why don't you play Zoom for like the five, 10 cents buying? Because that's my limit to say, let's do this. Right. Yes. Let's do this because that's awesome to give them this experience, share some poker tips over there because that's what they're playing. Yeah, and I think that's true too. And you see a shift in the, the sites and sponsorship and content and creators and people that are, are doing these type of things because ultimately watching someone play a 25K buy-in, yeah, it's super exciting and it's going to be great. But ultimately the majority of people are playing $22, $5, $10. So like, you know, that's, that's true. It's like they also do like to kind of see that, see how you play it, see how it's different and, and they can relate to it. So I don't, And I think it's you can see that in the biggest streamers uh, in general, like there are there are very successful streamers that have great numbers and, and consistency that don't play high stakes. They play twenty dollars, thirty dollars. You know, even Kevin Martin. I remember when he got signed by um, Poker Stars. When uh, I think it was, I think he got signed. I can't remember when it was like seventeen or around the time. I can't. He got signed and people were kind of outraged. Like I remember there was like I stick community like this is crazy. Like he plays twenty dollars buy-ins. How is he a sponsor? That was the yeah. thinking back then because their model was Jason Mercier and signing the high roller guys and anyone who's I'll wanted put to that guy. I'll put that guy over any of the big people, big yeah. names that play whatever because he 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 is a natural. Kevin yeah. Mark, the kid is a natural. He's like uh, very good to his audience, you know. He's a great poker very player good. too. I mean, he's, he's an amazing poker player too. His live yeah. results are crazy. He's yeah. uh yeah, I've been on a team with him on Stars. I was with him on Party. He took a break. He kind of goes in these like, he's funny because he'll like go all out and he's so motivated, hardworking, just a great guy. And then he'll like kind of burn out. Genuine person. I'm over it. And then he's like, gets back in and he goes, goes, goes. And, exactly. and it's great. But he's a, he is a, he's a great streamer, very entertaining. He's a natural yeah. streamer. And exactly that though, like that's the guys you want to be promoting and streaming and people can relate to. And and, and this uh, is amazing yeah. for poker. When yeah. you look for a poker ambassador, you need to look for people like, Kmart. Yes. You know, people that are going to bring new people to the game, people that are going to respect the fans, you yes. know, people that are going to share knowledge for people to not get hurt, for people to understand better what poker game is. One thing that I try to do a lot on my stream is to, to explain what even poker is, for people to talk about poker to their relatives, to talk about poker to their, to their families, because... Um, uh, it's, it's something that happens in South America still that people still think uh, sometimes uh, pejorative about 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 poker game. So uh, as as you know, still to date we have no casinos uh, in Brazil. We have no law for 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 those games and whatever. So like we're a new country to this. So it's very important to share this knowledge so people don't get into the game and don't get hurt. They get to the game to 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 have fun, to get entertained, such yeah. as they go to the movies, such as they do any other activity. Yes. Well, that that's gonna let's let's dive into Brazil. I've had a, a few Brazilians on. You know, you're one of the most recognizable uh, faces in poker and Brazil for sure. Uh, tell me a bit about what 
what the current situation of Brazil, and obviously COVID sort of throws a wrench and just everything's sort of crazy and, and pause. Let's just take yeah. January this year. Let's just go there for a, um, just to make it simple in terms of uh, where, where poker is development wise in Brazil. How, how is it? Is it, is it becoming more pop? I know it's very popular. Like, is it uh, mm -hmm. online? Like, tell me a little bit of the regulations live and online because it's, it is, it seems like to me it's kind of gray sort of like us was pre black Friday. Like it's allowed. I know people, the big part of the markets on the, the online sites, but is it legal? Is it gray? And, and, and give me the difference between live and online poker in Brazil right now. Yeah. One thing that uh, was really nice and uh, really happened in Brazil is that, uh, the, the poker was uh, really well organized by the confederation, by the, the poker confederation, which means that this is attached uh, to the government. So there are laws and there are authorizations to run all the live poker events. And so for that, uh, big ups uh, to, to everybody working uh, in the Brazilian Poker Confederation which has been like also an example for other uh, associations around uh, the world. So live poker uh, is allowed, which is really, which is really fun because you allow to play poker legally, but you cannot play any other game. Mm. So the poker games are, are allowed. So uh, I know that this sounds when I talk to any uh, North American friend or Canadian friend, they think that's really weird. <laughs> they cannot play any other game. You can only play poker and it's legal. Right. About the online, online uh, situation, as you said, there are laws trying to be passed uh, forever, you know, including like uh, casinos, including sports bets. That didn't happen yet. So we, we are still sitting on the gray area. Right. right. But it's not illegal. It's completely not illegal because there's no law saying you, it, it, this is not possible. Um, so right. uh, about about the community, uh, we are meaning, uh, I mean, poker is growing really fast. Right. And uh, if you check if you check the, the situation right now, where the big big series online and and uh, the number of players, I think that Brazil may be on uh, top of the list uh, right now, which means that uh, we have a lot of online pros, very 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 good poker players. So when you check when you check like a top ten online list from Brazil, you see that everybody like is really really good at poker. But I mean the amount of players is awesome. The amount of players it's 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 really good, and this can only get better. Uh, as I said, that the 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 share of the population that that that, that has information about poker it's 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 really low. I think if you speak about poker with somebody. In uh, North America, what's the percentage of people that understand and know about poker? I would say very high, mm -hmm. like 90% maybe. Yeah, I'd say that's, I, yeah, I mean, maybe more. Po poker's like part yeah, of the culture yeah. DNA. People have like poker tables that don't play in their house just for like kind of, uh, you know, like it's just sort of like one of those things. Exactly. You, kind of, you just yeah. kind of have, you know. And, 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 in, Brazil, and in Brazil, you have a big a big community, one of the largest communities in the world right now, and it's a very small portion of the population. So, right. So, so I think this is only going to get better. Right. It's only going to get bigger, 
And as more people get into uh, getting uh, success in the game, showing other people, inspiring other people on, on taking this path uh, uh, the right way, this is uh, really important. Hopefully, we're gonna get uh, Lawson that that we're gonna like uh, make it everything uh, very clear and uh, organized, which is absolutely necessary. Uh, absolutely necessary. But uh, the, nowadays, I don't see the the the, the why not. I don't see the the the, the problems as uh, everybody is allowed to play, and I know that a lot of people actually uh, move move to Brazil to play poker. And uh, and and, I, and I'm looking here over your career, uh, and 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 again, you looks like so live 2008. Your first one is actually kind of crazy. It's in it's in San Remo in, Ad, in Italy. Did you win a package, or what? What made you be there uh, for the first live or the first live cash? How did this, that happen? This is actually a super amazing, nice story behind. It, if you if you want to talk about it more in depth, because. Um, 2008 was the year I decided to be a poker pro. So I was playing poker uh, since 2005. And then January 2008, January, everything happens to me in the beginning of the year. <laughs> January 2008, I, I decided to play poker professionally. Okay. I got offered a sponsorship contract in the past uh, by a site called Best Poker, site from the Own Game Network, okay. that I have to thank a lot every time i have the opportunity to speak i do because these people they gave me uh the opportunity when i needed and they saw potential the first people that saw potential in me you know on myself that there were people from from best poker so thank you once again uh i'm sure you guys uh will watch or watch this uh appreciate that that's awesome and and uh so they gave me an opportunity and they said like uh yeah, we want to sponsor you, but if you wanna be a sponsored pro and play the circuit, you need to quit your job. I wasn't prepared to quit my job. What was your job <laughs> at the time? Yeah, I used to work in a financial institution. I used to work in a bank in Brazil, and a US bank in Brazil. Okay, which one was that? Bank Boston. Okay. Which became Bank of America. Oh, really? Yes. Wow. I, I was a Bank of America employee. Hmm. So, so I didn't want to go anywhere. My life was pretty good. I, I love to play poker and I play poker when I can. When I have free time, I play during the weekends. When I get at home at night, I play some tournaments, I play whatever. So I'm happy with that. I don't want to become a pro. So that was actually a conversation in 2007 where most of my friends were going to the WSOP to play the main events and first time in Vegas. This was 2007, I said, man, I have nothing to do in Vegas. First, it will be really hard for me to get a vacation period at work <laughs> yeah. because work was massive. I, I, it was tough, you know, it was tough. I couldn't, I couldn't get away. And, and second, I don't feel prepared. I don't feel prepared, but they, they, they came to me and say like, buddy uh you play you already play better than us and we're going why are you not going and say because i don't want to go that way i don't want to be a poker pro that was my my instincts that, uh at that at that time so then in 2007 i won uh bsop i won a brazilian series of poker title playing my hometown sao paulo 
So I was like getting more close to this, like uh, getting results playing with uh, less time. So it was a kind of natural decision when they offered me a sponsorship. I would, uh, I, I was a, I was a good player. I was a profitable player. I was making way more money than I was making in the bank already playing part time. So it was a natural decision to make this move as I was going to have focus now. I was going to have more time. So, and uh, they offered me this sponsorship and the first big event on the sponsorship was the EPT San Remo. Wow. It was, it was going to be my first 5K event. So, uh, and I had never left Brazil. <laughs> wow. So it was, I, 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 come, I come from uh, the poor, uh, very poor area, very, the poor areas from uh, Sao Paulo, metropolitan area from Sao Paulo. So I never didn't even think about going out of the country, spending money in uh, international currency, which is like very difficult uh, for us anyways. So my first trip was with the team for a team uh, uh, group in, 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 into Budapest. It was like first country I ever visited was Hungary. And then after that, they, they paid me a trip to Vegas. I went to Vegas for the first time in 2008 to play. Okay. And my first, so I played the Wing Classic. There was like a very amazing um, uh, situation for me. And for that time I started the blogs right away so i remember i went to the binions to the hall of fame i blogged everything it was like uh, i i taped i blogged everything in 2008. wow i was like yeah they wanted the original I, content yeah you're just yeah that's awesome i that's that's yeah. a, that on your youtube channel or was that before even that so look it's not on the youtube channel right now because i restarted a youtube channel okay you can see that I just restarted this. I left the interview a few hundred there because this is a pretty nice one. And everything from this, it's, it's just new and organic. Just like uh, putting some content out there. I don't think I ever tweeted about or, or talked about this. I'm just putting content out there and, and testing it out a new format. Mm -hmm. So, so uh, after, after that, I went to for a trip to play one series of tournaments, right? To play one, to play the PT San Remo and go back to Brazil. That was, that was the plan. So I went to the PT San Remo. I, I made the final day. I screwed up, played so bad. This is on TV, you guys can watch. I, I fucked up, whatever. I was new, new to poker. I, I fold a hand, I shouldn't be folding. I trivet a hand, I shouldn't be trivetting. I made so many wrong bet sizings <clears throat> throughout the tournament. Anyways, I was the first. I was 700 entries, your first 5K, your, your first time out of Brazil, and here you are. I mean, were you, when you got down to the final day, how many were left roughly? Like, was it 30, 30 something, or was it? I was think, it? I think, I think it was something around, something like 16 left. Okay, so you were super. So going to bed that night, let's just say sixteen. I mean, how excited were you? This must have been like out of a movie. Like you're play, you look, out, you see one point four million at this time, and you're brand new. What are you even thinking? Is this like a dream? Like, what? How did you sleep? Man, I, I was too much of a pro already. That was my problem. That was my problem. I should be. I should have been way more humble. 
way more like uh, down to earth, more seizing the opportunity. And I wasn't, you know, I committed big mistakes there because, and that was actually turned out to be the best thing for me. Because at that point, if I win all the money, okay, and if I win the tournament, I would end up being a piece of shit. I would end up being like a, the worst human being on earth. I was not prepared to win all that money at all. You know, coming from, from where I was coming, that was like life-changing money. I'll probably grab the money, quit, or or grab the money and Blow spend it. it all. Yeah, it could be a really, yeah. I think about that sometimes. Like I have some close calls for a second, even like to be a certain times. I believe a lot about this, like where there's a it's time true. and place for everything, you know? And I think that- That's uh, just the truth. Yeah, because it, it's, 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 you know, I don't want to get too philosophical or deep, but yeah, realistically, like exactly. It's so easy to say, you know, sliding doors, one thing or another, but re- realistically, it's all part of the journey and the path. And usually there's a, there's a plan and, and something to do is see people win the lottery. It's similar situation. See people maybe not ready or, or they're not old well, enough or mature enough to handle I used to take, I used to take, I used to take a bus, two trains, two buses to get to my training spot or, okay just to get there where okay when i was working that i had no car or no transportation or whatever i need to get walk to the train station get two trains walk to work same way back i had barely had money to to do stuff i wanted i that, i remember that one of my favorite things was to go to the train station and for 50 cents of Brazilian money, 50 cents, try to imagine that. For 50 cents, you would buy a hot dog, okay, with two sausages and a juice. That was the highlight of my day, okay? Wow. That was highlight of my day. What year is this? This is like 2006, seven, right? Eight, right before you- No, a little earlier. When I start, when I just, my first year in college, first year, I got uh, to work. So uh, my dad seeing that situation, he worked his ass off and he got me uh, uh, a car after uh, a little bit. And it was just awesome because people love my car, like some sort of old school, uh, uh, older car, which <laughs> which was what we we could do because I needed to go a lot of places, you know, if I was gonna work and I going to college, whatever. So when I left the country, this was too much money. And if you think, if you think about that, 2000, you know what? This 2000, this result, I was the first Brazilian ever to cash in an EPT. That's, there that's, was no- that, that's, that's in, in 2008. What's his name? What the, uh, the, uh, what's his Gomez, isn't Yeah, Because he won yeah. some bracelets and stuff. But this was, you were the, that was the first ever, the EPTs hadn't really, that was like brand new then, right? Exactly. It was literally brand new. Exactly. So I, I, uh, I remember that we had social media at the time called, Orkut was a Google Google social media okay for Facebook stuff and it, it was just like um, 
soccer World Cup. People like uh, on a Friday, they stop their work, they open the line, they, they were cheering for me, such as they were cheering for the, the national football team. And that was like pretty, pretty, pretty amazing. Nobody knew who that kid was, that there was a Brazilian playing poker or whatever. So from this point of view, I know that poker is a pretty new activity for us as I, I, I happen to believe I'm still young. I have 37. And, uh, yeah, it is. It's and I think you know, I was the first guy to cash in a term in a term like that for my for my country. This is like a, this is probably the this will probably be the biggest achievement of my of my career, whatever happens. Um, that that's it is pretty amazing. I, I will say it's uh, I see I've been to BSOP a few times and and I've been to Brazil many times and I mean the passion for poker. I think it's again, stereotypically, but Brazilians are very passionate, very, very uh, energetic, very power, you know, positive people. That's my experience. Um, and, and, and I can confidently say that, especially in poker, I'd say nothing, you know, the, the, the rail, the support, the enthusiasm is just electric. And, and it, it's crazy. Like that atmosphere at the BSOP is just something else. Like every time I go there, I'm a shocked, you know, people are so, so much love for it so much. And I see, you know, is it, how 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 recognized are you? Do you get stopped when you're in Sao Paulo? You know, obviously at poker stops because people are in there and you know, yourself, Akari, Rafa Marias, um, you know, uh, Zhao yes. Samao, those guys, like people know yeah. you guys and people see you guys and they, they look up to you guys. But like you get stopped or, or when you're back, do people know you in Brazil kind of? Like do you get noticed sometimes it's or in certain areas? How, how does that how 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 popular is brazil maybe give me an idea of you know is it outside the door of the of the convention center is it at a grocery yeah. store like how, how do how uh how recognized are you in in your um area or like back home for yeah. poker? i think that for me for me that happens uh this recognition happens for two reasons one it's been a while long time that i don't live in brazil anymore so but i often travel to brazil to host my seminars to play in the poker event so many 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 times during uh the year but it's been a while where i don't travel there to to play because it has become it has become a bad decision for my career to 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 spend time playing tournaments that probably don't matter too much for my career, especially going back to the country and playing local currency. So that's just the truth, right? That's crazy. So that's... yeah, that's just the truth saying, being honest. But I like to make the travel because I love to play with them. Mm -hmm. it, it's never about the money. It's never about anything else. So I, I do love the atmosphere and also the challenge uh, to play in those events that I helped to get started. Mm -hmm. So the first BSOPs we played, there was like, uh, man, two tables. And then, uh, and then uh, the, by the time I won the BSOP on two, in 2007, there were only 90 players. And, and now so this is like before even they had a hand mob. 2007, well. check it out. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. This is outdated. Okay. <laughs> There's so much, much stuff that's not in there. Mm -hmm. them, like okay. uh, especially the local events. Right. So you're not. So this isn't your like. This was not your first ever tournament you played live. Obviously, then there was no, no. That was my first international tournament. I right. think I got. I started to get tracked or whatever. Whenever there was this 
uh, Epiche Sabimo. Right. But there are so many things before that. Well, I want to ask you about this because uh, it does look like, I mean, so you basically sign, you go pro or you're, 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 you're involved now and you're just on the tour. You're over in Europe and you hit a score, you're deep. You must have been like, oh, man, I was so close. Like, because it's almost like the perfect thing, right? Because you're like excited. You maybe realize you could have done better, but you were right there. You want more. You, you, it's like a, it's a great learning experience. You get very second table right off the final table. But then you go right and shoot over and, and into a 10K and you also can I mean that's pretty cool like and then you get a final table you do get a final table uh, within this is all in two weeks and so all of a sudden you know you've got a uh, 130k in live earnings and you're sort of uh you know is that, is that like officially where you say you're on the tour at this point where you just like all right I'm going for it this well, is it what well, what happened is I I I went to um uh, I went to to San Remo to do to play the tournament, and that was it. I was gonna travel back to Brazil, so I got a lot of recognition. That was my first big tournament playing for that sponsor at the time. So sponsor was really happy about what was happening, and he came to me and said, "Hey, in five days, about a week, there will be this big event close by here called Monte Carlo. Why don't you go there and play?" Right. I was like, I was like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Why not? We're close. Why not? And then I discovered it was a 10K, 10,000 euro buying. I was like, 10,000 euro buying, what do you, <laughs> man, you convert that to Brazilian money. We don't make that in a year. It's like 55, 60,000 maybe, right? Yeah. Um, it's like you four don't make five times. Yeah. It, yeah. It, so, so it was like the dream. And then at that point, I made, I made, I had made two really good buddies at that, at that, at that point, which was Jason Mercier, guy that won the event actually, mm -hmm. and started his poker career alongside with me right there, right in uh, in uh, in San Remo, and uh, terrific guy, really good friend of mine, uh, amazing, amazing person. Yes. And uh, after after that. And San Charchi, a Canadian poker player. Yep, great so yeah. amazing dude, amazing dude. And and uh, and uh, also being in the game for uh, uh, Crusher, being in the game for a long time. So uh, we 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 went together and we shared a room at the Monte Carlo Bay. Imagine to stay at the Monte Carlo Bay. It was like, <laughs> man. That old, like a, a freaking Coke. And when you open, when you open the fridge and you grab a Coke, I was like, I, I was gonna, I was getting paid, right? But it was against my principle to yeah, grab a Coke from a coke saying, right? It was against my principles. I would not grab a Coke from the fridge. Whatever. Yeah, you're, you're going down to the gym to but, get a water, right? Like that's yeah, that's the type of stuff, right? It's just like it's too crazy over there. I bet it's a great a water, spot. It's so expensive. So expensive. A water and a banana or an apple, something like this. Yeah. And it's still it would be like a good meal. It's like a good meal and a normal stop. You know, you get like a full lunch or dinner for always uh, always wake up for breakfast. For sure. All right. Well, let, let's, uh, cause we do have, we have so many, we have so many questions on Twitter, um, an uh, unbelievable amount of, uh, of, of uh, engagement and, and questions. So I do want to leave time for that. I do want to kind of dive through, though, uh, some of your career here and, and some of the early stuff. It looks like you did have a you know, really nice success right away. What was, uh, 
what was ultimately, would you say, kind of going through here? Um, and you, you do, do dive in some of the high rollers. You know, I know you've played some 25K, 50Ks, 100Ks, which we share uh, the experience of, you know, we don't play all the time, but they're fun. And when you do it, it's really meaningful and they're, they're, they're big deals. And we'll talk about a bit of that. But tell me about your, your most, I guess, situationally, what was one of the more impactful uh, tournaments for your bankroll, for your, for your career? And I see here is your first looks like six-figure score to win in Sao Paulo, 10,000 uh, buy-in. I mean, uh, tell me about this one. Uh, was, this, was this one? Like, what was, what was one of the ones that means the most to you um, to, uh, to, to get, whether it's because it's in Brazil or the prestige or just the amount yeah. of money? What was some of the tournament that maybe is the most powerful for you? I was actually my the way that my poker career went. I didn't get famous, famous or recognized by being a bracelet winner or by being a tournament champ. You know, mm -hmm. that over my time, that was what got people famous. That's what got people sponsorships. You know, you win a bracelet, get a sponsorship. You get you're from a nice region where people want to develop oh nice that that helps you you know and uh but my career was totally different i wasn't the guy that started like uh binking this those massive scores such as jason for for instance he was much a better player than mine from there to get started that's why he won but if i win that event you know maybe uh that didn't happen to me you know that happened to most of the pros so my career was built from hard work. My career was built from like a, being a player, being a poker pro, loving the game and uh, scoring so many scores until, until I get uh, recognized. Because, uh, yeah, and, and the stuff I get most proud of, it's like I was once the guy that cashed in the most countries, I was once the guy that was recognized as like uh, uh, the most inspirational poker player in the world, having all the people I love in the list, uh, including Daniel Negrano, for instance. It's like it's mind blowing, you know, to 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 get to that point, like uh, doing uh, being a normal person, <laughs> being yeah. a normal guy. So that's what I tell to people: like, if you want to succeed. And, and uh, you can be yourself and succeed. You can come from uh, humble beginnings and succeed. You don't need to, to get lucky for the breakthrough. Uh, this, is, this is a lie. And probably this is something that uh, we were told and something that we believed because uh, that was the market. But I, I'm the proof that this can happen without, without uh, following the 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 marketing and the and the the market how it is so uh i i mean i i started to play uh it's, it's something important to be said that I, I when i started playing poker i i used to play a lot of cash games so i would say that most actually that's the truth way uh, forget about the tournament results i i was doing way much better at the cash games mm -hmm. so that was what got me a lot of fuel a lot of uh, bankroll to to fire in the tournaments so i was like a big cash game pro big cash game winner so i i, I used to 
just stake myself, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, and play and play uh, the events. So that's what made my bankroll actually uh, by by uh, grinding grinding a lot of hours in the cash games. So when I when I when when uh, stuff started to happen uh, for me. And uh, like, uh, for instance, I got a lot of recognition by that year, 2008, and such as 2009, I got offered a sponsorship from Party mm-hmm. in 2009, and it was an obvious uh, move for me, you know, uh, getting better, getting bigger, or getting more recognition, wanting to play more stuff, uh, wanting to focus more uh, in poker. Because I, on my first year, I had an agreement with my dad that I was gonna play poker and I was gonna go for my master's degree, right? In that, finance, that's that's not easy to do, but that's uh... not easy to do. But that was my my. But then, but then my first term and I got instant instant like a uh, recognize or got the best result from my from my country, so I couldn't go back. Right. So from that from from that point, I just went forward. For sure. That's, uh, I mean, it's, it's crazy to think, you know, like it, it, it's it just looking now what you know about poker and variance and, you know, one of those things where you go over there and you're flying over and you're thinking in your head, I mean, that moment and that, that actual run is so powerful because if you just go brick, 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 which you could play great, you could lose. As we know, it happens all the time. If there's a lot of luck, you could just be out. If you go, if you don't cash, you, you don't have a great experience there. You might be for whatever, you know, or maybe it would just be prolonged. Or delayed, but it could be all yeah. there really legitimately um all different and and that's uh that's that is pretty pretty crazy uh to see you asked about the situation in brazil when i'm able to travel like uh we we we're popular popular figures there but like uh especially for the poker community if you go to a mall if you go to some place maybe you get recognized or something but most of the time you don't but when you see a poker fan, like one of the last times this happened, we were in the mall, we went to have lunch in the mall. We're going up the escalator, some poker fans going down the escalators, screens, my name starts to going up backwards from the escalator. <laughs> so, when you find, so when you find poker people, they people people are passionate about the game. That's how Brazilians are. That's there's no question about that. I, I I've seen it. I know it. I believe it. I've seen. I mean, just World Series in the final tables, and if there's ever a Brazilian in Vegas at WSOP, all you know, Brazil comes. They support you, know, whether you're your friend of them or just know of them or whatever. It just seems like they everyone shows up and is uh is 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 giving you know a piece of their time and and energy for that that special moment. Um, we will. We I do want to take questions. I see one live here in the chat right now. Uh, Jamerson saying, "My idol." And you, just a simple question, without being able to really see your opponents in real life, what strategies should online poker players use to succeed at the virtual table? Oh, that's a pretty good, pretty good question for most of uh, the beginners. The answer to that is you need to be mainly really good fundamentally at poker. So that, that's what poker online brings. You're not mostly, most of the time, you're not able to make reads. You're not able to like look at your opponent in the eye, get the live uh, feeling of things. So the more good you become at poker, the more good decisions you make, it's, it's what's going to take you there for uh, online poker. It's just simple as that. 
That, that is, I would say, as a, as a exactly how you explained, it's one of those things that's kind of funny, but online still, you know, especially when you're playing not so many tables, you do get tendencies. You may know the player, especially if you're playing with a lot of the same people, if it's a little higher buy-in. Now, if it's a lower buy-in and there's thousands of players in the field, you're not going to likely see the same players as much, but still you know, at that table, if you see showdowns, I think that's one of the biggest things uh, to add to your point. It's like if you're, if you're paying attention to alert and you're like, oh, wow, that guy had – top pair, top kicker on the river on a pretty safe board. And he checked back. Like, you know, so you start realizing like little things like, all right, he's not going to do this. And, and, and it, it's, it's just, you get information as the answer is, it's just, it's not quite the same, but there's still plenty yeah. of, uh, but when you think, when you think about the, the terms we play, you're absolutely correct. What I wanted to address and know what I mean is that when you play like a dollar, $2, $5 event, and you play those massive fields, you know, yeah, you're gonna be a winner in that field. Not much for acquiring info. You're gonna be mostly making money because you make better decisions than your opponents. Yes, exactly. You're exactly right. You wanna you wanna keep it simple. Play good. Play good ranges. Make good exactly. decisions, and and you should be in pretty good shape in in those uh, those large fields. Well, I I want to um, touch before we take some questions, and there is a, a retweet guys available. If you guys want to get in and a chance at this uh, $55 ticket here, you guys still have time. We have uh, a lot. So we're going to try to cover a lot of those. Um, tell me a little bit about COVID and where you are right now and what, how it's impacting the, the surrounding area. Or is, it, is it going okay? And also at your, your, your relatives and people in Brazil. I want to understand, you know, because I get bits and bobs of information. Amelia has her family in Brazil. Um, I, I just I, I hear different things. So what is your overall take on what's going on and, and 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 so in the two areas your sort of family home brazil area what are people saying are people affected is it, is it slowing down is it a is it a big deal and also where you're situated what is it like so a couple three parts of covid what you believe overall your area you're at and sort of the brazil your understanding of what's happening in your your area in brazil yeah first 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 of all uh yeah i move i moved to europe uh it's been uh several years I think like uh, it's been it's my fifth or sixth year already uh, living in Europe, and um, then we we our family we decided uh, we wanted to live in a in a great city for raising my daughter and everything. So we moved to Vienna. It's been two years that that we're living in Austria, and here the situation is pretty much under control. Uh, people respect a lot uh, the situation. So there was a huge lockdown in the beginning, especially because it's northern Italy, right? Where the where the the first focus of the infection came really, really, really strong. So uh, borders were closed. Uh, I think the government did a really good job here uh, by uh, containing the spread of the disease. And uh, meaning that my family couldn't fly in for my daughter's uh, uh, anyways. So, but that's fine uh, because we, we need to be safe uh, first. Mm -hmm. And uh, her great grandmother was going to make the travel as well. So that's pretty much impossible for an older person like that to make the travel during these controversial times. So I think the situation here is pretty much uh, over control. People uh, can do uh, their back to normal lives, but with, with all the care which is needed, 
which means like uh, some restrictions, uh, obviously uh, uh, respecting the rules, wearing masks, this kind of stuff. Right. Okay. Uh, and, in Brazil, yeah. Tell me about yeah. tell me about what your understanding is in Brazil and your area and yeah. just in general. In Brazil, my whole family it's pretty much uh, in Brazil. Uh, my family is like a, a, a big mix where after, uh, during the Second World War. Uh, my the the woman from my family moved to Brazil, so my my great grandmother is from Italy. The other one's from Spain, mm. so they married Brazilian guys. Uh, so that's my family uh, background. So so and then funny that I married a German woman. My my daughter uh, was born here, so the woman are all from Europe, and the bo the boys are all from Brazil. Nice. If I ever have a boy, you need to travel to Brazil. That's <laughs> that's, that's true. And, <laughs> And uh, and uh, there, in Brazil, the situation is super complicated. I think it's probably the worst situation in the world. It's what's happening in in Brazil right now. I I think that uh, that has to do a lot with our leader, which means our president. Our president is a guy that started up COVID. He said this was only a flu. He said this was only. It was nothing that was going to get, uh, we're going to get through this by no time. We can see that he's clearly a genius. Right. Yeah, he, <laughs> he didn't get that one so yeah. good. Yeah. He, he, he was like, a, he, he was up uh, to the situation pretty well on point. Obviously not. And uh, some, some supporters of the government, they said like, oh, you know what? More people die when they try to chew on something. Uh, uh, in, uh, and, and they die in the year. Okay. Then people throw this. Right. Yeah, choking. And and that was like mind blowing. So if you if you think that the government thinks that, how can you care? How can you take care of the population if you're not making the right efforts to take care of the population? So obviously, the number of deaths I think right now it's close to two hundred thousand. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was over 150,000 or uh, already now close to 200,000. Yeah, that's about the U.S. as well as around there, I believe. So it's that's yeah, pretty, pretty. Yes, pretty very close to the U.S. I and I, in my opinion, U.S. is also uh, same 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 thing as Brazil in my in my opinion for the COVID stuff. Right. And uh, and uh, what you what uh, is believed and everything. So. Uh, the the situation in the country is it's very it is lame because uh, people don't really respect what's happening you know I mean and I now bringing down to the population the population doesn't respect of course that has to do with the leader because if, if that's message the message you sent that's what you believe. Right. right. So people are agglomerating over the beaches. They're going to parties and, uh, and doing stuff which is inconceivable. You cannot even think about doing that when you can spread a disease. And if you're young, you don't get affected by that. You affect other people. Right. It, it's pretty much the problem we have about everything in the world. We only think about ourselves. We only think about ourselves. We don't care about the 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 others. And uh, one thing that I learned in life, there's no individual progress. There will, there will be never individual progress. If you, don't, if you don't make progress as as a group, as a community, as a species, 
we're gonna we're 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 not gonna get anywhere. So yes. the, so I had a lot of problems in 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 my family and uh, stuff that people don't know. I wanna tell you in respect here in the podcast. So my my grandma, eighty three years old, she got COVID, uh, such as my uncle, spent time in the hospital everything and uh, when a person old old like that gets that and even if it gets better and get cured uh as she got there are other issues such as depression such as uh other stuff that will hit a person they get yeah. affected by that when you're older well so, yeah. even like stress anxiety you start i mean if you listen to me, anyway if i got covid if i knew i had it i would be a little stressed out right you know like all right i'm healthy i'm young it yeah. should be okay but still it's it's stressful you know like if you don't want to get it and then if you're older and you're really worried what what is that it's my covid result okay it was, I was lucky it was negative, but I spent two weeks in bad shape. Some other flu virus, whatever. Yeah. But I spent two weeks in really bad shape. And uh luckily it was 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 negative. But like uh we don't have we don't have the potential to take care of people, you know? Right. Our health our health system is flawed. So this is this is uh insane just to think even if it's not as big as it is, people should respect because we cannot attend whatever disease this is. We can, we, it's too many people. It's too many people for, 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 for the hospitals, for the health professionals. Right. It's also, so, it's also very scary because, you know, like this COVID happens to really impact older, sicker people. What if it was reversed, you know? And, and which is no matter what, it's bad. What if it was babies that it affects completely? You know, like that, you know, or what if it was young people? And what if there's a mutation? What if this happens again? Exactly. Like soon. It took 100 years. Look at hurricanes. Hurricanes, yeah. they hit like, doesn't mean it's every 10 or 20 years. It could be back to back. Or like, what if a new thing comes out exactly. next year? So it's, it's, yeah. uh, it is a, it's a pretty, um, you know, and, and like you're saying with the people not listening, and this happens everywhere, not Brazil only, but USA, other countries and areas that it impacts. Like, a, it's like, a, it's, it's scary to think people can't respect the rules, uh, wear masks, social distance, do the basics to try to help. And it, it is a bit it scary. It hurts big time pregnant, pregnant woman. Yes. So it's like, it's, it's something very serious. People, people don't take it seriously because they didn't have anybody infected in their family or a beloved one that died. Right. That's the truth. I want to see that happening if you don't believe in this shit. You know, we were affected. We had a lot of people, problems in the family and etc. We suffer from this. So uh, it's it's a really tough situation right now when people even ask, like, when's the next live event? Are you excited to play whatever, blah, blah, blah? I say, I don't even care. You know, I will never hit a live event or step inside a casino whenever this situation is It's like this. You know, even if it's law approved, even if it's government approved and you can go out, I, I, I won't go anywhere because uh, I need to respect others. And uh, that's how you 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 build something uh, in life. It's by respecting other people, because we all live in the same planet. I mean, I believe I believe that. Um, well, you know, I believe. I, I'm against animal exploitation. 
I think that brings a lot of diseases as well. I think that uh, unhealthy lifestyle, it's, 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 it's the problem nowadays. With so many people with uh, dying from uh, cancer or even cholesterol or even uh, odd, uh, uh, breathing uh, issues, uh, all caused by, by this. So I'm trying to make a change for me, for my family, and trying to spread information to other people as well. We often do this on the live streams, do this on Twitch, where where uh, we we offer information to people to see like, uh, hey, are you aware of these people or not? We just open videos, open documentaries, starting discussing that. We're not even playing poker, but we're live on Twitch right. addressing issues one thing that happened yesterday this was great what happened yesterday in the channel i'm very proud of the community forget about me here but think about what the poker community is doing we opened the live stream and then i opened i had an idea i say like i'm going to open the live stream i put a comment in the chat saying like i pay your bill today if it's late and you're having problems during covid that's how i opened the live stream Wow. I say, I'll pay, I'll pay you a bill up to 500 okay, if it's late and the family depends on that. you Okay, people start to make donations over the stream, okay? That's By so many cases, because people needed to vote for the case that needed to be paid. There was one worse than another. It was insane. People show up on stream and say, like, I have this problem, blah, blah, blah. I have me? I have this problem, blah, blah, blah. So say, forget about that guy. This is the guy. New guy, forget about this. Always getting worse. You know what happened? We ended up paying 31 bills. Wow. All I three yesterday. So they ranging from what up to up to five hundred. They were anywhere from like thirty dollars or something. Or yeah, what? there were a bunch. There were a bunch like forty, uh, sixty. But there was also like um, uh, some like uh, most of them like two fifty, which right. being two fifty, you can buy food for a family for the whole month. Right. Yeah. So true. we got we got a bunch of those. And we paid a bunch of like water bills, electricity bills that were like just like due long time. That's that's great. Yeah, that's uh yeah, man, it just shows you the power of of giving. I was I was watching something yesterday and and the yeah, story of a it was on a, a a local food place and some guy who was getting food stamps and he had an extra twenty dollars, you know, after he had all that he needed and he gave his like you know, guys on food stamps has nothing and he get he gave his twenty. That's like one of the volunteer workers was talking about. It's like it's just crazy because you know, I think again, all of us, pretty much everyone here has a computer who's watching or a cell phone or, you know, is yes. able to, and, and it's like, it's kind of a, it's a tricky thing because there, it's always like we could do more, but you, you try to do what you can because you realize that we are fortunate. We're playing poker. We're doing something we love for a living. We have good, you know, where we have a family, we're safe. We have shelter, all these things. And, and uh, yeah, it's a tricky thing. You know, it's like tricky because you want to help, you want to do, but what's enough or is it enough? And you know, I think it's one of those things where if everyone does a little bit, uh, it just kind of adds up. And and you see these like billionaires that people give them a hard time, like all oh, Bill Gates or these guys only donated 600 million or a billion when they have a hundred. It's like, you know, come on, like, uh, you know, I know everyone does something and it's going to, it would change the world. So uh, exactly. it's like, you should judge anyone what you're doing or what you're not. But you try you to should do not judge. Yeah. You should not judge anybody. And ever, uh, the example you gave that happened yesterday as well, because a guy had a problem, 
big time. I don't have it. You don't have it. Most of the people, we don't have the problem. Somebody showed up with a worse problem. This guy showed up on the chat, sent like a message that could be speak, uh, read on, on, on live stream. And then he says, you know what? Forget about me. This, I'm going to help this other person that's more in need. The guy needed help. Then somebody showed up with a worse problem. He found money out of nowhere to help the other person. When that happened, I say, humanity, we're not lost. Right. We're, we're, not, we're not lost. There is hope. And then, of course, we ended up paying for both of them. That's awesome. So everybody, everybody was happy. That's beautiful. Well, I am, uh, I am gonna. We're, we've got a lot of people kind of chiming in here. We got some. We did some live questions, but again, if you want to get your question answered, we'll try to get to as many as we can. We do have a fifty-five dollar ticket. We're gonna give away at the end. We'll click a button, but let's uh, let's dive in. Any anything else before we start going in? Anything you want to touch on? I, we covered a lot, and there's a lot of questions. I see questions I actually wanted to ask, so I was waiting. Uh, because they're, they're actually asked in Twitter. Twitter. Twitter's great, and we get to see a lot of those. Anything else you want to cover, mention you got coming up about your stream schedule? Um, any any other upcoming stuff you want to hit on before we, we dive into the questions? Yeah, basic, ba basically we're like uh, st streaming every week several times. Our schedule uh, is like we stream 100% of the Saturdays and Sundays mm -hmm. and uh, once or twice during the week. Okay. So if you guys want to follow, follow my channels, they're all my name, Felipe Mojavi. You'll find me everywhere with, with, with that name. And uh, plus, there's a guy in a hat, a poker player, is really easy to recognize. <laughs> That's uh, that is that's true. That's amazing. Well, that's I guess I said it's right here. We got it on the screen. Uh, Philippe Mojave. You can search him and give him a follow, and you can see all his other different information here, as well as his YouTube channel. He's got uh, he's got the uh, Instagram. He's got his own Twitter. Let's see. I'm on the wrong. Okay, this is. Uh, yeah, we'll go right here. So you guys can, again, follow him on Twitter, follow him on Instagram, puts out a lot of content, a lot of different stuff, shares not only poker, but some some life stuff and, and family stuff. There's the Lua is there right there and some some other great content. Looks like very happy, happy baby. That's that's awesome to see. And let's uh, let's dive into let's dive into some questions. You ready? Sure. Let's go. Let's do this. All right. Uh, oh, well, here we go. Look at this. It was asked actually live. So we already answered this one about the opponent's cards and being online. What's different? Um, uh, let's let's try this one. Who do you think is the best player cash tournament also live online? It could be four different players. That's an interesting way of wording. I mean, so many great players, but any, any ones that stand out at you, if you just had a hot, hot take, quick second right now, who do you feel like is just you're just like, wow, when you see them at the tables, you know, they're great. I'll say no name, you know why? Because they're like a, from tracker poker players. I think there's like over a million tra tracker poker players. If you want, they're like the top thousand poker players. You're like on a tier that's just like the best poker players in the world. So there's so much competition right now. So I cannot say that, I, uh, to be honest, that somebody plays better than yourself right. or somebody plays better than the other guy. You know, I would say like, look at the rankings. If you look at the rankings you see right now, who is the best right now? That's 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 fine. You know, look at the rankings. You know, right. these are the people putting the effort. These are the people making the volume and and uh, and and getting there. These are the best people for me right now. Maybe you can say like, oh, Jeff plays better than the guy which is in the top rank. If that's your choice, 
right? Yeah. If that's it your is, choice and is, that you believe, but it is pretty ambiguous. It's very tough to say these these answers on stuff, especially now where there's not really live stuff happening. Stuff's been paused. Some rankings yeah. aren't tracked on Party Poker. Their real names, and are, you don't really know sometimes about 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 people. That's right. what I mean. Uh, yeah. uh, sometimes, like uh, you don't know how much I study the game, how much I understand the game. If you don't talk about the game with me. Or, or or something like that. So I know that on, online nowadays, uh, it, it's super tough competition. Super super tough competition. I mean, I mean, in a that it's you, you cannot name four players and and be like uh, fair. You know, I can say favorite players. Right. You know? Right. Favorite yeah. players. If I yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I'm with you. I don't. I, these are these are very common questions. It's difficult. I like that answer because there's all, there is tears, and I think at some level it's like you're talking about. You know, it's not really like basketball or football and like MVP voting. So it's just like it's a, it's a little. And, and there's, there's more like sections or, or at a certain level. It's like you know, it's hard to really differentiate. Um, and plus, and plus in poker you can put everybody on a on a big uh, bowl of winners. You know, if you are a winner poker player, what more can you can you wish for? What more can you want? You know, for me, I just want to be a winner player and live this life until I die. That's all. I don't want to be seriously. I don't want to be better than anybody. I don't want to be recognized as better than any poker player. If somebody shows up on my stream and says, like, that player plays better than you, I say, who is that? Uh, the, 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 the guy is Jeff Rose. Yes, he plays better than me. Congratulations. Jeff Rose, you're a killer. Congratulations. Keep going. I don't care. Yeah. I just want to play my game. I just want to be better than I was and, and, and make a living out of poker. I'm happy. If I pay my bills, make my living out of poker, keep going. That's, that's my goal. I'm with you. And we did battle on the GPL. There was some good footage of that. You did get me in the heads up, though. So until I got lucky. I got lucky. That's there different. They got lucky. Only a few events. I got lucky. It's like it's like the this online thing uh, when you play like uh, one game against other people. Come on, man. I beat Olivier Busquet in the GPL heads up. Do you think I play better than Olivier Busquet heads up? I don't right. play better than Olivier right. Busquet heads up. The guy will crush me if we play like uh, two thousand games. You know, I need yeah. to play for pennies, otherwise I'll lose all my money. So that, that's why I mean that's why it is funny too on in these in these formats where you see these heads up, you know, even like Antonio and Helmuth, there's a thing online. It's fun, it's great, but like I mean, it's amazing. It's great. It's amazing. It's like the amazing format for the fans to watch. Yes. It, it's just hard though. Like it's 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 hey, look at there's uh variants. You could win ten in a row versus a guy and not be uh you know better or worse and who's to say, but really like your point doesn't matter. Are you a winning poker player when you go out to your home game, you play in your tournament yeah. field are you beating them and and are you winning that's that's really uh what anything matters. over that it's about your ego and the stuff you're creating uh expectation which is gonna hurt you yes you know if you don't have any expectation towards anything like you, you cannot get hurt exactly and here we are so we have a question are you currently married or dating someone we've covered this we know that if so what does your significant other think of you playing poker for a living yeah, she, she she is happy about that. <laughs> she also does that. <laughs> it. Yeah, so I think yeah, I don't think you could yeah. say uh, and, that Natalie's. You know, uh, tell, let me tell you one thing. One thing to be to be fair here, uh, I'm all in this position in life right now with stuff going better, with stuff falling into place. It's because of this woman. 
you know i would i would be a total mess if i didn't met this woman i would be like uh i would be like uh mainly doing what i was doing i was i was doing fine uh saying about my work and everything else but like the life shift you know things that matter and the focus and uh the uh, everything i learned so much from her every day you know and uh my life changed big time big time because of her i can i can assume and i can be 100% right about this that uh i wouldn't be fulfilled in life i wouldn't be happy in life if i didn't uh meet this woman she's just like um, the best person i know that's amazing and 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 tell me we I, we kind of covered this but I want to go over it a bit more your schedule. So you're in Europe, the schedule, you know, let's say it starts around 2 p.m. Eastern is sort of the prime. That's like when the main events sort of start across the sites generally, like let's just take a Sunday. So that's already like what, 8 p.m. your time. You have, yes. you stream, you're playing these, you you know, like last Sunday, what time are you finishing? Give me a little bit of a look at your day when you stream. Cause now you're, you're finishing what at like 5 a.m. or 3 a.m. It really depends, yes. Sometimes as, as we, sp we spoke about the number of tables, Sometimes if they're like a big events or some nice events to be played late, I just start a little late. Mm -hmm. Sometimes when I feel like grinding, I, I, I told you I made a setup for like 10 tables with the live hand viewer. So sometimes I start at the Chinese time, which is very early for me uh, on GG because of the nice events they have at the Chinese time. So I, I just play a bunch of events throughout the day. And sometimes we do a 17, 18 hour stream, but uh, it's fine. <laughs> but most of the time I'm starting the stream by like uh, uh, 7 p.m. and going until very, very, very late. Wow, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty, pretty crazy. Um, so it's hard to work, man. You know what? You know, you know better than me. Streaming yeah. is consuming. It is, and it's 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 a it's yeah. a passion, and it's you know like yeah, you just when you get into it, you get into it. If you're gonna do it and just put your time, yeah. you want to do it, do it right and do it. You know, go for it. Uh, I guess another part to that question I would ask is how do you sort of set goals and balance because you want to spend time with your wife, you want to spend time with your daughter, your family. You have you stream. You're also very much in a business. You do coaching. Uh, you have you have a new website you're putting up. You're doing some stuff with that. Um, you've got uh, you know you manage relationships. You do business deals. You get sponsorships. So like you you got a lot. How do you sort of um, find yourself time wise? Like how do you find balance to do everything? Because that's something I've, I've struggled and kind of always learned. And sort of you know it's it's easy for one to get out of equilibrium very quickly if you're not paying attention to it. Uh, so how, how do you sort of uh, manage that? I have I have my health fitness coach and uh, nutritional coach as well in my ass. The guy hates me right now. It's like I I I try to pretend I don't I don't I don't even try to pretend that I I got this figured out right. <laughs> because I don't. It's sometimes sometimes it's like my string goes far. Like like for instance, I'm gonna go on Monday. Oh, oh, my training is early, right? Early for me is like early afternoon, okay? Because I play on Sunday until very late. So early afternoon is already tough, meaning that I'm going to sleep for five, six hours. So, uh, 
it was a huge big stream this Sunday. We won we won the 10k. Then we I got back to the stream after taking the delay off and spent another three hours talking with everybody. So I missed the training. Right. I wanted to go, but I missed the training. So I think the most important thing to have is planning. If you make your planning, you, you're going to attend most of the... Uh, you want to show up? We're oh, live. Sorry. Come say hi. Come say hi. Come say hi. We're live. Hello. Hi. How are you? We're just talking about him. you. You don't hear him because it's here. Tell her. Tell her <laughs> she's gonna have to be be on uh, the show coming up as well. I need to. Yeah. You, need, you, need to <laughs> you need to go on the show soon. That's what he said. Oh, nice. Nice. She said it's nice. Awesome. Very nice. <laughs> so, so I said, uh, um, come give me a kiss. Give a little beiju out there. Show a little brasso, yeah. beiju. <laughs> Don't be shy. And, uh, yeah, what I said, what I said is like you need to you need to have a, a working plan. As long as you have a working plan, even if you miss a couple of times, you everything is under control. Right. You know. Yeah. That's yeah, that's, that's, that's what I try to do. That's what I try to do. Yeah, no, it's funny because it goes in waves too. Like it's so it's it's as easy to do it as it's easy as to not. When you have a plan and you say, right, I'm going to do these times a week and you set a time, you have some accountability. But then if you just, you know, there's times where I'll go a month or something with no workout. Basically, you know, obviously I'm doing not nothing, but I'll walk or yeah. do stuff or whatever. But like if I want to work out, set times and have accountability, you'll do it. If you don't, you won't. And it's, yeah. it's almost as easy because you can find that hour. You can find 40 minutes to do the it. The best thing is like if you find a place nearby, which is like 24-7, you just hit the place whenever you can, you know, for yeah. exercises and stuff. And yeah. uh, and here at home, as I said, like the, the most amazing thing is that my wife is a wonderful cook. And she 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 knows a lot about nutrition. She knows a lot about uh, everything about this. So I'm always healthy because she she's taking care of us. If you're not going to the to the gas station buying chips, yeah. If I don't go to the gas station or to the shop to buy some bad stuff, as she is pointing out, which is true, that should, <laughs> that should be said. That's well, you got you got to have some bad stuff to appreciate the good, right? You got to you got to deviate a little that's bit. True. In a while, so that's, that's true. I do. I see the Instagram. I know she knows her health, her smoothies, her. She's got you know good stuff. I know you're in good shape when you're playing and streaming and, and being taken care of. That's uh, very important. Exactly. It's super important that kind of little stuff and being being able to do your best and focus and have to, good to food. To keep going, yeah. It's it's huge. Um, I got we got another question here for. Uh, why do you choose poker, not a football? I think they're saying what guy, why poker? Because you know, people assume Brazil. Not everyone plays football or uh, soccer. Mm -hmm. If you American, uh, but give us your favorite football player and favorite uh -huh. poker player. Well, I'll say I'll say it like this: uh, we all aim to be footballers. Okay, <laughs> I aim to be a footballer. That's for sure. When I was younger, you know, and uh, but like I found I found other passions. For instance, my passion with music was greater than football. I had to so ask you about music. That's on the list too. So please tell me while we're on it. I'm deviate a bit. You play guitar. You do some music stuff. Give me some of your music. What? How? How serious are you in the music? I know you. You enjoy. I used to. I used to. I was like. I was doing. Uh, um, creating songs. Right. Writing songs. 
and uh, but that was actually taking a lot of my focus and time off from poker. I decided to focus 100% in poker, even though by past week we create we did a new song and it's probably gonna be uh, played by the artists as well. But like, uh, I, I don't wanna, I don't wanna to be really honest, talk too much about that or spend or have too much effort to this because it's just a passion. It's something I love to do, something that makes me happy, something right. that um, fulfills my soul. And I, wanted, I want to keep like that for now. Maybe in the near future, I will shift attentions and uh, make that a priority, which is, which is not today. So, uh, but always, always, I always loved football for sure too much, but then there was a point in my life I was playing and then uh, I was doing all right, but decided to to have a band and to play to play music at that time when I was like 17, 18 year old. And that was actually the decision I had to make when I wanted to become a poker pro because I used to have a band. We used to play six days in a week. So... And I was working in the bank, and I was and I was in college, so <laughs> it was I had no life for a period. And then actually I was living, but it means I had no time for anything. Mm -hmm. But uh, at that point, uh, whenever I graduated on college, I needed to decide if I want to spend that free time that I had from college now by doing music or by playing poker. And I and then I decided to play poker. And then we're here. Right. If I went the other way, probably could get successful, probably would work. But uh, my my greater passion in my life uh, uh, absolutely is poker. Poker is number one. I love it. Give me so quick. Give me your just off top of your head. Favorite football player, favorite poker player. Again, not not best poker player, but one, you know, growing up or you saw on TV or you watch or you just really like the way they whatever. What that whatever that means to you. All right. I'll say I'll say that uh, my favorite poker, well, my favorite football player from all time is uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. OK, that's my favorite player. And I think uh He's very inspirational guy, and um, and uh, a killer uh, football player. I mean that. I, I wish I know that we have the most, the the, the best poker play, uh, football players in the world in Brazil. I'd like to name like uh, at least five, right? But the, the 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 person that touches touches me more, I think that's the, it, it's it's Cristiano. So I, I have to say this. We actually play Cristiano me every day on my stream as well. Whenever we have pocket sevens, where yeah. a seven comes out, <laughs> you just go. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's. Well, it's always coming seven. Yeah. You know that from the uh, famous yeah. at the PCA. Um, <laughs> okay, and what about poker players? Like, who was like the you know? Let's just say growing up or when you first got into you saw on TV. Like, who was the character or someone that you just like really really look love, love to yeah see. my favorite poker player for a long time is daniel negrano because i started playing poker because of uh, uh, uh went to the professional path reading his stuff mm -hmm. and uh that was actually a blog he wrote back in the day on the full contact poker yeah that uh uh advising poker players if you want to be a professional you need to learn other poker variants 
that was when I went to the Amazon website, bought all the books I could and everything. And, uh, and it was early when I was learning how to play poker. So that's what got me a head start on PLO and mixer games and everything. So that, that was actually based on the article. And I think that's like two years ago or something like this, Poker Central found that article mm -hmm. that I was relating to uh, over an interview I did with them. And, and that's, why, that's why I think it's so important for the poker players to put good content out there because you're really influencing people. So if I play all the games nowadays, that was a huge impact in my life because I moved to the cash games, I moved to the mixer games, and that was actually pretty much the reason I'm here. And... Uh, and um, and help you wise about like bankroll this kind of this kind of stuff right. so uh i would say i would say that uh daniel daniel was the guy that did that for me and and what's your best game besides hold'em uh, plo you play some good amount of plo or what other games do you like besides those so or I would say I would say that plo was probably my my number one game and uh i know that lately I have gotten a lot of success uh, playing No Limit Holding, and including the the high roller events such as live, such as online. So that's good. I close it up without uh, that gap, and and uh, putting that on the same 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 spot. Let's say like for me at least, on on the on the on the same level. But I love the mixer games. It, it's very hard to play the mixer games nowadays because there are not really many games running especially uh online now during quarantine uh of course we cannot play live right now and even if we could play live the games were always limited as always and that's, that's some side of some sort of like um appeal i make including mm -hmm. to gg poker and, and all other sites uh, to develop more mixer games that's good for the poker economy that's good for the fun because mixer games are the most fun variation uh, of poker I mean I, I, I hear so many professionals on Twitter lately saying like uh, poker is dead they don't like poker anymore right so many people saying about that I, I, of course they're wrong but what I mean is uh, PLO is a lot of fun, you know, mixing games is a lot of fun, learning a new game is a lot of fun, you know, and uh, if, if we have more mixing games, we will have more uh, happy, happy players, That that that's for sure, because the games are fun, and uh, it's really interesting to develop, to learn a new game, go through that process as well, so I wish the sites uh, could have more mixing games, and uh, Anything I can do to help, I'm up. That's awesome. Um, let's see. There's some some interesting questions, but let's go to. Uh, oh, someone's asking if if you if they uh, will you win money if they buy action in you? Is that are you going to win money? How can you answer that? I guess you know you, you're going to try your best, right? Well, well, you can't promise. It's hard to guarantee anything. No, but that's what's fun. What's fun is some people don't know, and uh, and I'm just talking about the the, the GG is taking to. Uh, it, it's free. 
right? So there's no no charges over over that service, and that's something really nice because you know you know what happens. Like uh, you sell you sell uh, you sell you sell shares sometimes to people you know, sometimes to people you don't know, and right. sometimes you don't get paid. Sometimes people say they're gonna send that to you, they don't. And it's a mess most of the time. Just just say the truth. Yeah. And so whenever you can do that online and people need to pay you in advance, you have the money to buy into the terms. This is so nice, you know, because the flow, it works uh, perfectly. So only for that, it's, it's, it's an amazing tool. And second of all, I always pick this on my poker stream. Do not invest in my tournaments if you cannot afford to invest. Think about a bankroll you have so you can invest in several events. Then you're going to make money, okay? Then I guarantee you that uh, we, we can go for variance, anything, anything can happen. But in the end, we're going to win, we're going to make money. But I'm telling you, if you pick up a small portion of events, anything can happen, you can lose your money. So be aware of the risks on staking. Exactly right. I agree completely. Do you enjoy live play or online play more and why? And take away COVID. Yeah. Just say like previously or just, you know, cause live's not active. Um, I think, I think, uh, I've, I've been always a live, uh, a live poker game. I was favored. I like poker game because I'm a social guy. I like to speak. I like to like have fun. I like to meet my friends. You know, I like to have this uh, uh, this experience uh, more than sitting on a chair and playing online. That's that's the truth. But I rediscovered my my love for 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 online poker big time now. And especially with the live streams where I feel like I'm live and I'm the same place with all these people. So nowadays I have no preference. My preference was in the past to, to play to play live and now I love both just as the same. Especially the, now there's like a snap can, you can send a video on the table as well. That's very fun. And uh, you can actually have other people on stream if you want. Right, so, uh, multiple, several people. So that that closes the gap. And nowadays, I love both the same. That's. I, I think it is hard to say. It's really hard because live's yeah. so unique and fun. But it's hard if you're streaming on Twitch. If you're a streamer, I think it's almost mandatory. Like no matter what, no matter how much you love live, how can you not the interaction, the engagement, multiple tables over your home as a dad as well? Because now. It's hard to you, you go you talk about playing live poker. You're talking about minimum driving. Two minutes. Th then there's yes, the, yes, the minimum is driving. Then there's flights or travel, hotel. Like nice. Yeah, I don't. I don't see how there can be. Let's. Uh, I know. No, exactly. I, I I understand that, and uh, I just I just had to say that I love the live environment so much. You know, that to be to be honest and say that. Like the online game is giving me the same emotions, the same experience right now. It's a huge thing, yes. you know. It's a huge thing. So that I wouldn't be playing online if 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 if, if I if I wasn't uh, if I were in streaming right now, you know, because uh, and that's uh, that's the community has like a hundred percent of of the. Uh, 
I mean, I wouldn't be streaming. I wouldn't be playing online poker if I weren't streaming. So they they have a. Uh, the, the biggest part uh, on this. So I wouldn't be, to be honest, I wouldn't be like uh, here online playing at home if I had a choice uh, to play online. But if I'm streaming and I'm with them, yes, I'm up to do this. You know, I'm up right. to do this. Um, do you have time for one or two more? You, you got to roll? I have, no, 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 I have time. I was talking to my wife about something else. I have all the time in the world. Okay, great. Well, let's take, let's see, let's do a few more because there are some great questions here. Yeah. Uh, best all motivation. I love it. Best motivational song for you? Is there a song you love or you always play on stream or yes. if you just kind of want to get in the zone? What do you, what do you go with? We have a lot of songs, a lot of memes in our, in our live stream. Actually, we have a song. We, we love Bob Marley, right? Okay. Uh, as a figure, as an inspirational uh, figure. And we have a song that I say that Bob Marley wrote for me. Mm, okay. Okay. What, what's uh, that speaks to you? It's called... It's called jamming, mm, right? Of course. So it's a very uh, beautiful, very nice and good vibe song. And when Bob Marley says jamming in Portuguese, it seems like he's saying mojave. Mm. Say mojave, you say like jamming. It, it seems like he, he was picking my name. That's beautiful. You know? right, so yeah. every time we are on a run, we play we play the jamming song. We put the Bob Marley emote in the chat. That's awesome. That's, jamming, that's, <laughs> and so and so that's one of our favorite songs. And the second one, it's that. a Brazilian samba song. That every time we hit the final table, we play this song. Every time we hit the final table in cash, we play this song. And it's a song about overcoming hard, difficult situations. And, and having God as number one in your life. That's amazing. That That's so okay. And actually, speaking of that, though, because this is sort of annoying in the last months that I that at least I've changed and maybe I'm not doing it right. What about the DMCA? Because I have like a Twitch pay playlist for songs that are okay, but I do, yes. I've popped in streams and I see people playing regular music of artists, which seems like, well, you know, well, of course you have Spotify, you want to play and stream with that, why not, or whatever, like, what how does that work do you do you just are you going until in case you get a dmca do you use like a regular playlist or do you have special songs or how does that work yeah I'm we had rule honestly me too we had something running on the live stream is that you could exchange your moja coins which is mm. our uh points in the yeah. channel and request a song mm. so that was very popular we could you could request also a uh karaoke song are you, are you there? Can you hear me? Because we lost, we lost, we lost your camera. But I'm running the show. Don't worry, guys. I'm running the show. <laughs> so I think Jeff's gonna come back real soon. Uh, the boss is gonna be back real soon. So we had this. I'm just gonna keep going. We we had this situation um, with uh, you could you could ask for. Uh, karaoke song so I could sing <laughs> I know it's it's really bad uh, and uh, string cut Jeff, Jeff told me string is cut so it's coming back so we could sing this uh, live and now we can't anymore because of these uh, rules uh, that we cannot play songs from 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 the original artists so Jeff is back. I think we're back. I lost nice. uh, 
I cool. lost a, I, I don't know if it disconnected completely or I just, whatever, but we're back. So sorry. Uh, sorry about that. Um, so a uh, thing, thing about the Twitch rules for the, for the music, for the songs thanks. that people could request a song or a karaoke song for me to sing along with them. Right. It was very oh. fun. We, we had to stop uh, doing that because of these rules of uh, original songs you cannot play, whatever. Then uh, we took this off from the stream right now, waiting for a better situation because we, we don't want to go against any rules. But and we're mostly playing uh, the remixes of the songs, uh, which which are are fine because they come from other uh, in, independent artists. And but it is it just sucks because yeah. like we it just sucks and from time and whenever we hit the final table we play the original song I don't care whenever we 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 ask for Bob Marley we we put Bob Marley on original uh, I I don't care but like we try we try to 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 respect the rules around that yeah okay. Um... How, some good questions you did kind of cover. How'd you get your bankroll? You, you were started playing cash games, right? That's sort of how to, you built it. Um, personal life, we asked about that. How do you balance? Uh, what, what do you believe you would be doing if you were not playing poker? I always like to ask this to the, to the, the, the poker. Yeah, if I, weren't, if I weren't playing poker, I would probably be doing, still in the financial markets. I, uh, I graduated and specialized in finance. And so this means I could, I, I had authorization from, as you uh, from the from the government to legally work with other people's money and mm -hmm. um, investments, loans, whatever. Uh, so I, I, that was my passion for like six years in my life. And I used to do really well with them. And uh, so I'd probably be, there, I have, I like to believe I'll probably going to be some sort of like a manager, director, or something like this in the financial institution if I weren't playing poker, and uh, doing music on the side. And maybe I would find my way to music anyways, and and uh, and quitting the financial markets. Very cool. Um, let's see. Do you? How do you stay always? Someone's saying how much they love your smile wasn't a question, just a compliment for you in twitter and then someone Appreciate also it. asking what is uh the favorite brazilian food give me your, your couple favorite go-to's for brazilian food because they got some special cuisine i'm a, I'm a big fan but what, what's your favorite exactly uh it's really is difficult because to say because like we have so many dishes like so much stuff uh, to be honest my favorite 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 like uh uh, uh brazilian food is the acai bowl. No. I, it's hard to top an acai bowl, to be honest. It's true, and, and then, a lot of people try, you see acai, especially in the US, it's gotten better, but the, it's nothing like a true, you know. You no, the it's not the same, I'm sorry, it's not the same. It's not, it's not, you go to no. the I went to a, I went to a uh, acai spot here in Vienna. The first bite we had, my wife looked at my face and said, I'm not eating this. That's what she said. She knows. She knows the the, the real. Yeah. Once you now. taste the real one, once you taste the real one, you can you can go back. It's it's tough. Yes. Uh, Plus, put, people put a lot of stuff in this in these things nowadays. 
like syrups and uh, sugar and some other stuff that is, is, is just make it bad. Yeah, I, I, it's uh, for sure. My my wife sniffs it out right away. She can tell within within a bite if it's legit or not. But it's uh, a, a yeah. true acai, like the one uh, the ones in Rio, um, Sao Paulo, like the, the BBs or the bot, like those little shops in the corners that have them. You just come yeah. in. Those the, the I love. They're good, but the top spot, the top spot where the fruit comes from. Yeah, it's up in the north Brazil, up like north Fortaleza. Brazil. No, Belém. Belém. Okay. So that spot, that's the spot for the acai. Okay. And uh, most of the acai you, you eat uh, in Rio or Sao Paulo comes from Belém, obviously. Uh, com comes from Belém. So so those those are very nice spots to eat. Yeah, my, uh, so my Joseph and Mark on the chat, who's one of my lead moderators, great guy. He says, Joseph loves it too. That's my boy. That's my uh, profile picture, him with the acai all over his face. Just, uh, <laughs> just, just loves it. You know, it's, uh, it, 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 it is tasty. It's very, very tasty treat. It's amazing, man. It's just like put some like cereal on top of it, maybe mm. some fruits, really yes. nice with bananas, strawberries, you know, blueberries, oh, like, ugh. It, it really it's a treat it's a, a little bit fattening i think yeah. but it's overall not bad for you i think if you know in moderation but it's easy if you eat it every day you can gain a lot of calories it lets a lot of calories yeah um, it depends on your lifestyle it depends on what you're doing like if you if i'm i can eat an acai bowl per day yeah easily for an sure acai bowl per day but like if you if you're sedentary you, you shouldn't be eating that much for sure because it's high in calories Yes. Um, we have a question here about, I don't, I don't know what this is in reference to, but Andre Nemeth, the pro beers, Andres is overrated. Um, I guess someone's asking, why did you say that? I don't even know what that means. Did, did that come this out? This is just like a, this is like a stupid comment only Me, because uh, it's yeah. something that happens over the stream where, where you get the best players in the world and the most uh, successful poker players as Andres mm -hmm. uh, and uh, sometimes doing a uh, bad play. Mm. And that's just normal because guys just playing like a terrific amount of tables or sometimes you call a hand you shouldn't and that, that's what happened. Like yeah. a, call a hand that he shouldn't, he won the hand and then I, uh, we, we, we made comments about but that's normal. It's nothing against the guy. Actually, absolutely nothing. Uh, against the guy and normally people that makes this comment are people that are looking for some stupid yeah, thing they want to cause comment and, and, and yeah exactly that's There's what i figured i mean obviously he's a great player I, I didn't even know i don't know yeah. what he's talking about so it must be from yeah, some like little random specific thing or hand uh no no worries um what did you use to learn the most about poker training program other tools what, what do you do nowadays to work on your game study and, and what do you think is the best way to improve quickly well as we're in the game for 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 a long time now, we've seen this wave of uh, softwares and, uh, and etc. I mean, I don't think I actually made a post yesterday about this. Uh, if you want me, it's it's still on my stories right mm -hmm. now. I'm not gonna just read you to to you what I what I what I said. I said like I played a hand. See, go it? go there. See, there was a the next one, the last one. This. Next, next. Yeah, this one, see? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, I played a hand over the, over the final table of this 10K on Sunday, uh, where, where it was like a super controversial hand. There's a Twitch clip as well, if, if you want to see, where, where, where I'd make a enormous fold in the three-handed with nines as an overpair versus the big blind, mm. right? And I like think... Pre-flop or, or what? 
on the it's on the turn the action is on the turn because the action is like a if you want to show the clip the hand is amazing actually the hand is very amazing and uh do you oh, actually a... go back go back go back go back on my on my instagram on my instagram first one first one go on instagram yeah first one here no first hand first feed post this one no? first, first feed 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 this on the oh, pictures yeah. over the pictures oh okay Hold on. The first picture, last picture. Yes, this one. See? Mm. Uh, watch, the, watch the hand. It's like a hand I opened the button, the guy defends. This is a, a high uh, wet board. Okay. I already see. I could see if you get check raised. It's kind of sick because if you, the, the check yeah. raises, you block the straight draws and you all, and you have a flush card. But all right, so bet call, pretty standard. Yeah. So I decide, I decide to bet the turn. And I go for a uh, for a uh, uh, big batch yeah. on the turn, and this is what happens. He rips it. Ooh. Yeah. So 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 my so my situation here, as I ask people, I put the clip on mute, right? And I ask people in the absolute silence, can you feel the pain? <laughs> because it it is painful, right? It's a situation where your opponent can be bluffing normally, sem semi bluffing. Yeah. Uh, on this spot, you could be beat. If you're beat, you just beat there, you know? Yeah, it's sick. And, and like best yeah. case, he's going to have uh, like a, a combo draw, like six with a pair or six with a heart draw somehow or whatever, you know? And you, you, yeah, yeah that's, that's what I thought. Mm -hmm. So if you run, if you run this hand over a solver or over uh, something, you, you, you will find, you'll mostly find a call. Okay, you mostly find a call in this spot. Mm -hmm. So that's what I, that's what I told to people. Uh, in my opinion, poker is not all about math. Okay, so I think that poker is half the way through math and half the way through human beings. You know, yeah. and adaptation and knowing what your opponent is doing. You know, sometimes you don't even take the most profit line. Yeah, exploitatively. Uh, There's a ton, of, a ton of stuff there. It's it's tricky. It's not so easy. That That's actually a perfect example of where you're even like, you're like, man, I wish I wasn't live. Because because let's say you're yeah. gonna fold, you have the reasons to fold. You The guy's going to just be a little more normally weighted towards value than, than whatever. But you just know you're going to get crew, like just – just crushed the chat yeah, exactly. so you got to sit there care. and finish out a tournament while people are going nuts like you're so tight or this or that when like in yeah. reality it doesn't matter and th luckily you win so it's like all right yeah. everyone look at up you know if you get third you're gonna think like that you're gonna have to deal with that whether or not it was right or not you're gonna have to hear it really big time when you win you're a genius so that's good, exactly. but but it's very tough. These there's definitely times where I've been in spots where like my and I've made huge folds. I've checked back nut flushes when guys have had uh, straight flushes, or I've checked back top boat where someone had yeah. a straight flush and the, and and it look and because when you're wrong you look so. I've stupid. done that too. Exactly. But when you're right, you're like a genius, and 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 if you just believe it, you believe it. But like. It's just it's funny because it's difficult. There is that ad added pressure and stress on Twitch. I say that on swing. I say that on swing like this. This hand, if I'm right, you're gonna you guys gonna say I'm the best poker player in the world. And this hand, if I'm wrong, you guys gonna say I'm the worst poker player in the world. So like that cannot be it in any 
of the situations. If I'm right, I'm not the best. If I'm wrong, I'm not the worst. Because that's just another poker hand from millions of poker hands I'm playing. Right. So as a consistent good player, that's what's going to take me there. That's what's going to take me there. But uh, that hand was very controversial where people were saying, you see, even the voting, people vote opted for the call, most of it. Pretty split, but yeah. Pretty yeah, pretty split, most of it. During the live, the, the, the live stream, there were more callers uh, uh, there, but it actually doesn't matter because I'm following my beliefs. I'm following what I know and what I understand from the, the, the poker situation, which yeah. is the math, the GTO, the, 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 this side of poker, and understanding the spot I'm in, the experience I have, the opponent I'm facing, and his tendencies. This is equally important. And right. sometimes it's way more important. It's also, there's a bit of game flow too with other things you can't even put in. You were shortest stack. Exactly. You were set on the bubble, shortest stack, shortest stack at the final table. You're in control. You're kind of chipping up. You're feeling good. Now you're like dead even. If you fold, it's still going. The, even if you've got yeah. a combo draw and you get knocked out, there's huge pay jump. So ICM is very relevant in that spot. Like all of the above yeah. is, uh, there's a lot of factors. So that's that's what I'm saying. That situation, that spot, if you run over the sword, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's, it's the biggest bounty on the internet. So the, the ICM spot is actually telling me to call right. the ICM spot yeah. because, because I had a huge, have a huge advantage if I make chips and I can bust the guy that has way more bounties than me where the prize pool, it's, it has flattened it out uh, on the top three mm. because we're three-handed. For the balance so rate. that's what I'm saying. If I go for the GTO kind of yeah, play. exactly. Right there, you know, right. I do the I I I will do the wrong play, and that's uh, sounds ambiguous, right? It sounds wrong when it, when you say it like this, but but it's correct, right? Because like you have information, such as the other day, I I'm, I played I open session some day sometimes to play high stakes PLO. I play high stakes PLO live, right? I'm sorry, you can show up to my to my chat. I'm being the most humble possible, but also realistic. I, I'm I play this game, okay? I don't I'm not listening to the chatters. I'm not listening to these people that are going there and saying that oh, I should have called, I should have folded. You know, I'm the guy playing the game. If you wanna do this, okay, why don't you play yourself? Why don't you open your stream right. yourself? Why don't you why don't you make the money if you're if you're that good? Right. You know? Yeah, no, I mean that and that's so, that's the fun. That's kind of the fun and that's sort of that's sort of the the the, the reason too. And that's also it's good to learn because actually when you plug that hand in and you do look at the actual result solver, put all the stuff in. In, it might be like, oh, it's interesting because nines is maybe more of a call than tens because you're blocking the nine six or or like certain little things you may not know or like a spot like that. It would be yeah. very interesting to see what a solver says. But like the exploitative stuff, there's exploitative is a huge part of poker. And that's what the best players do. They know the right play. You probably know in your head the book says call or it's close, but like it's probably yeah. a call. But like the other reasons that uh, choose you to do different. And, and sometimes you have a so so big advantage in the game. Sometimes yeah. you think you have so big advantage in the game. You don't go for the small, the, the small ICM spots, the small right. uh, money spots. 
Right. You know, yeah, you pull these because off it, in a spot for a big shove because you're like, you know what? This because, is, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm making half of a percent, one percent, two percent there. Yeah. And uh, for me, I know I can get in. I can I can I can get a better read. I can get into a better situation with the stack I have and yeah. uh, the experience I have as well. Playing three hander or playing heads up, which is also a variant I play a lot. Very, very true. I love it. That's a great example and, and great to see that. It would be nice to know what the guy actually had. You know, maybe if you know the guy, I don't know who it was or if you could get the answer that, later. You want to know the good news? You, you know? He had news. it. He had it. Oh, wow. He had it, okay? So it was, uh, that was the one of the most difficult folds I ever made, like, from the year, for sure. And, um, and uh, he had it. And what happened is we... This is the guy that had 120 blinds. I had 10 blinds, nine blinds. And then we get to heads up, okay? We we got even in chips. He has like one blind more than me, one big blind more than me, 0.7 more than me. Mm -hmm. And he check raises me all in for the for the for the winning hand as a bluff. Mm -hmm. And I had trips on a straight three and three spade cards. Mm -hmm. So it was like, I took my whole time bank, whole time bank to to make the decision and I folded the one that was wrong and I called the one that was right, so I won the tournament. So That's say, say what you want. That's awesome. <laughs> That's, that, that is awesome. Um, the, uh, the, the I punted so many times, huh? just to be wrong, I punted so many times in this yeah. one. Like I punted for a lot, a lot of money, so many times. I we talked about the other hand the other day that I bluffed the cheaply. I'm second in chips, one million dollars for. Oh, this is a party tournament, the party millions in uh, Punta Cana. We are the main event final table. I'm second in chips. Okay, it's one million dollars for first place. I'm second in chips, and I suddenly had the idea I'm gonna bluff the chip leader. <laughs> Mm-hmm. No, I did, it didn't work that well for me, you know. I've, I've done and, it. I've, I've I've done uncharacteristic things like that too. Okay. It's like you want to make a move, you're you're whatever. I have horror stories, like one that I'll never like, forget. Yeah. Big buy, big buy, and big punt. Like these are part of the learning, though. It's also part of, uh, of you know. It's also not necessarily wrong because something doesn't work. It's like maybe it would be a great player. It should work, and you gotta you gotta be careful not yeah. to be results oriented. And I think that's a very tricky thing in poker to be when you're winning. And you're not maybe playing well can can be deceitful. And when you're playing well and losing, you know it's it's important to stay balanced and be realistic and understand equities and understand if your money's getting in good, if you're getting bad, if you're getting too short, and you're getting all in and then losing, it's big difference, you know. So these are uh, it's it's part of the process, and it's why when you're in a zone, you're playing a lot, good things kind of happen when you're sort of ingrained yeah. in it, you're studying and you're and you're working for. There's one and, it, and there's one thing that I always make fun of. It's like it's like people that show up on stream like the 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 chat pros as we say the chat mm -hmm. pros mm -hmm. they always have a funny thing to say which is the a word and this word is never they love the never word so mm -hmm. much like you in a spot oh look what happened the other day we're playing a hand i have like ace high on the river a ridiculous spot to call base high. I take my time and I'm reading the chat. People are saying he he has never a bluff here, never, never. Right. All the time the words <laughs> never, never. And I think it's a good call. 
you know, that call I'm going for the GTO freaking spot. I think it's good if I win. I I, I calculate ahead like whatever, 1.5 under whatever. And uh, 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 I mean that that was after obviously. Uh, and I thought at the moment I had I I, I uh, that was advantageous spot for me anyways. And I wanted to take the risk if I make the chips. I'm going to win the tournament, whatever. And against all the people saying never, I, I, I made a call and I was right. I so so people people that put never, never, never also in the situation, they don't understand how poker works. You yeah. just need to cut that word off if you want to be a good poker player because we play probabilities. There's always a probability your opponent's going to have or is not going to have. Right. The never word, you just need to cut off. Yes, that's a good thing. I think in general, in life, right? Like nothing zero or 100, literally. Like nothing is zero or 100% at any moment. So um, that's, a, that's a good way to sort of, uh, you know, uh, think about things and, and definitely definitely in poker. Um, all right, let's take a couple more here. Uh, do you believe in luck? Um, it's, it's, it's a tough question because the answer is yes and no. So the, the answer no first. I don't believe in luck because poker is a game of probability, which means that you can get unlucky as much as possible, you know, for, for, for a period of time. If you're a good player, after 10 years, you're a winner, right? So there's luck in the short term for everything. There's luck in the short term for everything. Like uh, if you watch a soccer game, you know, the worst team is going to beat the, the best team a, 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 a good portion of the time. Right. You know, a good portion of the time. Well, well, I mean, they play Leicester against City. each other. Leicester City was 5,000 to 1 to win the premiership. That means in 5,000 uh, years, absolutely. Of team, they only win one time, they're saying. How can you call that? How can you say that? So how can you call those people lucky? Those people work their ass off to win the championship. How can you take the, the merit of a person, you know, that gets there and, and say that the person is lucky, you know? You, you never look at, at the other side. This is disrespectful to get started, you know? So I do not believe in such thing as luck, to be honest. I think that people get what they deserve. And if you don't get this now, and you think you deserve, you just got to be resilient and keep going. Then right. you're going to make it. Then you're going to get there. Yeah. I, I, so, I, but, but, but in the short term, any, anything could be going any, anyway, you know, uh, in, the, in the short term. So it's, it, it's, it's just like I make a comparison in my training of uh, winning a poker hand, then hitting a free kick, you mm -hmm. know, a penalty kick. Mm-hmm. I think there's more luck involved if you want to talk about luck, okay, in a free kick and a penalty kick than playing a, 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 a winning winning a poker hand most of the time, because the, your probability will be higher of 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 making that successful than the 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 soccer player to score the penalty kick. Right, like to just say, like by the way, you're all in with aces, and you know that your uh, random equity it's like 85 percent, right, of uh, winning with the hand. Uh, what's the percentage of a guy scoring a penalty kick? Is probably the best player in the world. Probably going to score what 75 percent of them. Maybe, maybe 
maybe maybe like 85 but i think it depends like a penalty kick the best yeah. Players, but can, yeah yeah we, we we looked into it yeah we have all the stats you know is we it did, we like to penalty kicks three out of some, four yeah somewhere around this but that's, so, that's not the best player. That's the average, maybe, a penalty no, kick. So, exactly. Not like Ronaldo or Neymar or uh, Messi are going to probably score 9 out of 10. But Yeah, yeah. I mean. But you're right. I get what you're saying. It's it's equatable. It's 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 equatable. Like, it's not. That's it's what not I mean. So if, you look, if you look at other sports, that's why I think poker is a sport. Actually, poker should be the mother of sports. should be on top of the sports because it, it actually mixes up everything you need to you need to master you know right. like uh, how can i make streams and play poker every freaking day for like two months if i'm not in shape i bet i bet nobody can do that if you if you if you're out of shape i bet nobody can do that successfully if you're out of shape so why not the physical uh sport as well if you choose to be to play to play those long hours the physical sports you know right yeah it's uh that's that's a great point um I, I think uh, I really, I, I think, I mean, to me, that's why poker is such a metaphor of, of life and everything. It just it really, you can equate and take so many lessons and situations and it helps you understand statistics, odds, chance, dealing with lows, dealing with highs. Like it just, it's just so many great things that, that poker, uh, that poker does. Um, so let, I, the probability, the probability of losing, it's what people call luck in the game. And there's always a probability of losing. So you know, if you're getting if you're getting five times the faces in the same tournament, you're gonna bust one time. You're gonna lose one time at least. You know that's what math says. So when you lose the the hand, you're not unlucky. You know, but it, 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 I try to give that information away the best as I can for people that are studying the game. You know, so they can keep going. They can keep uh, having fun with the game. They don't think that the world, the world is against them. Most of the people, they think the world is against them. They cannot win because they are unlucky. And when you go look at the stats of somebody you train, that happened to me the other day. The guy said, I cannot win with my aces. When, when I run the stats, the guy is over the average winning with aces. So I say... Yeah, that's it's very mental, and and that does bring to an uh, important um, question here. And one, we'll do one more after this. But it says, "GG, Philippe, uh, how do you manage tilt? Do you ever tilt? You look so happy all the time." So that's a great compliment. That's great feedback for you. That's the that's the goal uh, to to be that way and to give that off. But how do you deal with it? Because there are times, and on on Twitch, you can't run away. You're there. You're losing every all in. You're down seven seven buy-ins for the day. You got one screen left, and it's the smallest buy-in. And you're sitting there, and you gotta just sit and smile and and play your best. How do you deal with that? And then how do you how do you kind of manage tilt and, and when things aren't going well? Well, I'm I'm human as human as a human can be. Okay, and also Brazilian, which means like I'm double human. <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> So, so I, I, I'm pretty okay with my feelings inside. Mm -hmm. This means that if I understand what I'm doing, whatever I put out, it doesn't mean anything because inside I know what's happening, you know? So if I complain about a bad bitch, if I talk shit about something, you know, inside I have this figured out. So that's the goal I achieved. So like, uh, if I, if I, if I, of course, uh, you, the, this energy, We'll get to you. We're made of energies, mm -hmm. right? So if you if you're in a bad if you if you're having like a bad week, 
and you open a session. Session is not going your way. You're more likely to 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 tilt somehow. You know, uh, some people they lose their minds or they like to to speak or talk trash about other people, like uh, Phil Hammer style or uh, whatever, right? It's, it's it's just part of who they are. I think that the most important thing, important thing you need to understand about tilt is understand about what you're doing and understand who you are. So if you if you if you have th that combo going. That's never a tilt because right. you just put stuff out, which is very important to put stuff out and being uh, genuine. I think that uh, that's what I do for not tilting because it makes me reset really fast for the next situation that's coming. So instead of denying, you know, I put it out, I talk about it, you know, I make, I say I'm unhappy about it and, and whatever. And I just be myself. That makes me refocus real, real quick for the next challenge, and that's what makes me uh, a consistent, consistent player. Right. And and um, do you do? Give me to, to sort of the last question I want to ask you about uh, preparation for live and online. So give me give me a look during. Let's just take a, a Twitch stream day. You know, obviously every day isn't going to be the same with, with life things happen, you know, you're in a dream world, you wake up, you have a routine, but like, give me a little bit of a preparation for, uh, talk me through, like, do, do you go through the lobbies, look at what you're going to play for the day? Do you have your food set out breaks? Do you try to go to the gym before? Like, what's your uh, ideal, give me your, your ideal Twitch stream sort of preparation and, and, and mindset going in. Every end of stream when we're offline, we plan the next days, every day. So every day we come in, we already prepare the day. We know how our schedule will look like. We're probably registered to those events already. And I know exactly how much time I'm gonna have to do my exercises, to study, to take care of my daughter, to do stuff I need to do, to attend other people, to coach, to whatever. So I think that I call this a mini routine. And right. this is something I like to, one of the first things I say over my training, over my coaching, for people to have mini routines, which means they always know what to attack. They always know what's happening, what's going on. They're always in control of, of, of things. So for instance, today, I knew I was gonna be here with you on the podcast. So I clear my schedule because I knew the talk was going to be so good, so nice, and then I don't want to interrupt this, so I have nothing coming after this. So if I had something like uh, after this, like with a time uh, schedule, that would be bad. Yeah. Okay. For me. So, but as, as the same thing as when I'm playing, when I'm gonna play, I don't, I don't put an end to it. I don't put a finish line for mm -hmm. it. Because if I think I'm going doing well, I'm gonna keep my cash game session. I'm gonna keep my tournament session. I think I'm I'm gonna go further. You know, I don't want to limit yeah. uh, myself. It, it, exactly. It's tricky. I, I think that's a great point too about live and things too. Because you start if you start planning, or I know a lot of people will book a ticket and they're like, all right, the tournament's on starts Monday or whatever. Maybe it starts Friday, and I'll book a ticket for for Monday morning or for Sunday. And if I'm still in, I'll change it. But like, so there's sort of that subconscious. Like you might have like 15, and I've done it. 
I've done it in big spots. I have stuff I'm not even proud of where it's like, I know I have another event or something kind of going on. And I'm like, all right, you know what? Here, instead of like min raising ace jack for 17 blinds under the gun with 17 left in the WPT, I'm going to rip it. Uh, or something where like, I wouldn't maybe normally do it, but I know that there's another some. And so it's like subconsciously, you're not completely there. And I, it's very difficult to overcome or to make that work when you're, when you're not yeah. fully committed present to or, or at a tournament, you start looking at other side events. All right, well, I'm playing the main what's today at four o'clock. There's this, well, I like PLO. I'll play a little crazy. Like this is, and I think like so many people do it. I've, you know, it's just so crazy. Sure. I think that especially the pros, especially yeah. the pros. Yes. It takes your anything that that you spending your energy on your subconscious, okay? It takes from your body. This is like science, okay? Mm-hmm. It's science. Uh so I've studied a lot uh lately about uh hypnotherapy. I went to a course, I actually a hypnotherapist myself nowadays um uh, uh so I can attend people and everything. I wanted to go through that so I could understand better put inside my game, put inside my life so I can see if that works for me so I can help other people as well. I attend some people with hypnotherapy nowadays or not an um uh uh I mean some some friends some other some other people that 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 I coach so I like to change this mentality uh because I think that's very important if you're wasting your energy with something that could happen or some actually normally for the worse that that will damage your present time right. and, and and what you're doing right now big time you're not going to achieve the same results you could be achieving Yes. for who you are and for the for the skill you have you know so try to spend your energy at, the, at, the, at that moment so like the 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 example you gave about buying the flights to for them to be before the end of the events this is just the one of the worst things you can do in my opinion Right. right. I'd love to see so, a stat on that. You know, the people that do that yeah. versus the don't like you, that would be fun to see the tracker yeah. on those. Because there's a, there's a big effect, you know, uh, of that situation in the, in the, in the energy you have and the energy you put into things because you're already taking other things. You shouldn't be taking in consideration at that present moment. Well, that, that being said, also the example you gave about the hand and the example you gave about planning other events, it's also very uh, detrimental, also very bad, because when you're thinking about what to play and you don't spend all the energy you have on what you're playing, right? You that that will probably make you take do different decisions and bad, worse decisions at that at that given moment than if you had uh, your hundred percent of focus in there. Right. And and that's why people, you know where that comes from, all my training and the people are coaching and all this stuff. It's like people are running, sometimes they're coaching like a, a, a pro, and this pro is going for like the ranking of something, going for a ranking. And then and then this person says like, oh, I'm just going to play this for and that for the ranking. I say like, you don't even need to think about a ranking, to be honest. Just do your best. Every event you play, when you look at the ranks, right, you're going to be on the top spot if you're doing your best, 
you know you're gonna you're gonna be already there on the top spot it's totally different if you are towards the end of something and you need a strategy to right. hit something that's different you know yes i I'm, we're, we're aligned a lot. And I think, uh, I think the ment that's also somewhere where the game's so tough these days. That's somewhere you can always improve is your mental preparation. Like there's Sundays where I'll roll out of bed and go live. There's Sundays where I'm up. I'm kind of doing a little workout meditation. I got my stuff laid yeah. out. I know everything is crazy, but like it's something you literally can do better. And, and if you think about the highest athletes, you know, they, their preparation, into a game the the staff the people they have helping during the game you know it, it's high level stuff if you're just kind of going about it it's guys are doing it yeah. guys and girls are doing you know, it people are playing their best it's it's easy you know, that's an area you can really improve on everyone that's something we did we did a, a couple of times already over my poker stream it's like let's the other day we had some trouble with the with the software mm -hmm. so the the games were uh the games were down right for a moment so we really don't know what happened so but what can i do <laughs> i need to wait for this to come back that's all i can do if i get stressed about it there's not it's only gonna harm me so uh people show up on my stream and they're complaining and they're attacking and they're saying bad stuff and they're like uh, uh asking for information I uh, all, all that I that I could do, and I say this is the best for us to do. Let's do a group meditation right now. We just did a group meditation over the stream, mm -hmm. and uh, whenever the situation was back, we're 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 in place. We're ready to play. We're not stressed. No, we're not gonna punch. Right. We're not gonna. You, you know. You know what I mean. It's, so. It's awful. It's also something like when you take a bad beat, let's just say ace-king to ace-queen, you're in a tournament, it's all in, it's pretty standard, it looks so dramatic, but it's 70, you know, three, whatever percent, 73, 27, it's or 70, 30, that stuff's going to happen. It's like, I think a really a nice way is if you have like an emote or a, a thing where it's basically like the, the, the chat acknowledges like, look, you got unlucky, you're playing well, you know shake shit off if it's like you start going you want to play the replay you want to show talk about it you're like getting upset or like man and then all of a sudden it can really unwind things and like if you just kind of if you just take it in a way where it's like all right you know it's part of the game i'm gonna get lucky today too let's move on and they, people react well to that they see that they're like wow he handled that really well like that's good oh, i'd like to do that instead of you know, people tell bad beat stories and like all this negative kind of energy it's like if you can be a net positive uh, i think people they really do you know, it goes a long way because people get to see how people react and people want to see you. Some people want to see you unwind and lose it and throw a tantrum. And other people are like, wow, that's great. And I wish I could do that. And I will do that. So, you know, you have a you have a opportunity to sort of uh, be a great example for people. And that's, and that's probably very underrated, but it's so important for people to see that when you have that kind of behavior, you know, because you're going to impact so many people watching your stream. And when you have that good of behavior, you, you, you teach them, you yes. know, you show people how, how, how it's done and how they should be taking that situation in consideration. So as, as, uh, that's what I tell people about, um, idols and sports in general i mean most of the people the footballers i like right i want them on my team 
if I'm a coach, if I'm my team, I want them on my team. I don't want these people hanging out in my house or being friends with me or something else because that's totally different. Mm-hmm. You know, some people are good people, idols, good players. Some other people are only other people are only good players. Mm-hmm. You know, so you need to you need to that has a direct impact of who you are, the 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 people you you idolize, the people you like you 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 look up to them. You know, I, I talked there about uh, uh, many times about this, but like having the models of, of the life and the roles of the life you, you, you want to have, you know, it's, it's the same thing as social media. You go in checking social media and you just follow like a garbage profile, stuff that's not going to add up anything uh, to your life. That's you. You know, that's you, you becoming uh, uh, not productive at all. You become, you want to be that and that, that goes away from your, from your essence. And, but uh, that happened to me. That happened to me in the past. I had like a very successful whatever Facebook page. We freaking delete that because I was actually very, pr- very not much proud of what I was doing what I was posting about, the stuff I was cultivating, and, and etc. the message I was sending out to people, right? So then started from scratch, only sending stuff I want, only being who I am and, and stuff, and it's going well. That's, that's amazing. Well, I, uh, I, I love it. I love what you do. I love the message you send. I'm a big, big advocate, guys. Again, you got a lot of ways you can follow along, Twitch, YouTube, uh, Instagram, Twitter, and, you know, always rooting for you, always happy to see you succeed and, and keep to build the game. And, you know, I think we've, we covered an absolute ton uh, today as one of, one of the record length podcasts, also one of the most engagements. Love to see it. Love to see everyone um, go on and, and, and interact with this. So again, thank you so much. And we hope we got to most of them. I don't know if we got to all of them, but we will be giving away a $55 ticket. I'm going to copy, uh, and we're going to paste and someone's going to win this ticket on uh, we'll let you, you count it down here. Hopefully they spin the 55 into the dream. Um, also, I got a question. Last one here live. Um, uh, you at, do you offer scheduled coaching? Well, the, the, the thing is like, I'm just going to keep um, uh, this down to earth. I opened this. Okay. I got so many replies, so many sign up because like maybe I was cheap. <laughs> or whatever that I can attend people up to 2022. Okay. That's true. Yeah. So I, I mainly there's a list and this list is packed. So what did I do? I decided to open group coachings for less, very, very, very cheap. So I can help the most people I can. Okay. So that's the new project that's coming up with this new website, which is called Poker Lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So make sure to access this poker, uh, pokerlifestyle.com.br. They'll be on that, uh, on, that, on that page soon. And for inquiries, okay, for uh, training and uh, coaching, you guys can uh, direct message me over Twitter or over Instagram. Because one thing that I did, uh, it's like I was helping. I was I was helping and working with people that probably needed the most. That's why I put these people on top of the list. You know, there's some people I coach for several years, 
and we're doing fine we're doing great we're getting better so there's no new spots right so that so that's the 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 thing now but if you're interested that'll be my pleasure to talk to you that'll be my pleasure to put on the list and understand and and and, and talk about it awesome great great to hear and then i see one more question just asking about who uh, which poker pro is the best at football? Um, he's through asking. Uh, do you know any any players? Have you seen any any players, any Brazilians that are especially talented that you know that that are poker players and also maybe used to play uh, football professionally? Or is there anyone you know that's like really really good that you've seen? Yo, I, I'll say that uh, we're talking the other way, right? A poker player which was a footballer or plays football, right? Not a footballer that plays poker, right? Poker, right? poker player that's that likes to play football. Not not a not okay. a player. Yeah. Yeah, I have a I have a friend Armando from uh, Nicaragua now Paraguay. He he's he's a very good uh, football player and now he plays poker for a living. He he only plays uh, poker and he's a really good uh, football player. And uh, more some people know this guy. He likes to play high stakes tournaments. Plays online. Plays PLO. Plays everything. And. Uh, I think that uh, it's 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 like for me, for instance, I decided not to play anymore because I'm too competitive. Mm-hmm. What happened to me is like I got a surgery over my knee uh, because I was getting into football so much. I was, okay that I was playing two forty minute games, two two eighty minute games, you know, uh, a week because I got too much excited playing these amateur championships and this kind of stuff. Mm. And it wasn't good for me for what I do right now. It's way better for me if I go uh, to the gym, if I play some some uh, once a week or twice a week uh, shorter games, if I go golfing or swimming, it, that's a better exercise uh, for me nowadays. But I, I simply love the game. I wanted to play more, but I can't because sometimes I just like too much time off, like 15 days, uh, three weeks off, and then it's hard to, to, to catch up. Right. right? Yeah, maybe, like I'm, I'm with you too. I get so into it. If it's like it's either it's hard to just dive in for, you know, you, you kind of go and, and you can get caught into a uh, – you know, we were past our prime. It's not, I'm not, I'm not chasing the yeah. titles. It's uh, it's fun, but it's, it's good. I like to do the Vegas world cup each summer with the, uh, the, the countries. You, you know what I like to do? I like to do the exercises related to football, like mm. go, you know, you do the yeah. training, you know, that's very healthy. You kick some balls, you play just passes like exercises. This is really, it's really cool. Yeah, I agree with that. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's, let's put, pay this forward. Let's put a 55, dollar ticket and someone can make sure we get everyone eligible here we're going to grab the most recent link over man 100 plus eligible here for this so good luck about one percent chance it's there's luck here's where luck does come involved someone's going to get this ticket you tell me when you got the rng on your command we're going to run it that's awesome that's what i say about uh contributing like a lot of people will start playing poker from there you know yeah people that will play some tournament that they'll never be playing and we we went this 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 so many times in our poker careers that so many people already pros it started from this you know that's why i charge a lot the other pros i say if you want to be a player only and you only take it from the market you don't give it you know it, it, 
try to do something, you know, yeah. try to do something, you know, because people are inspired by you, you know, especially these big crushers, you know, if people are inspired uh, by you, do something, help the, the community. That's why I was doing like the, 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 the compliments earlier over my stream, like uh, to guys like you and to Ben CB, because I think this is, this is necessary in our in our in our community. Help people out. Yes. Well, let's let's do it. I I, I cut out for a second. I know if you I don't know if you had clicked yes, but I got it teed up. So you tell me when I'm gonna roll it and someone's gonna win a 55 ticket. You just say the word. Go. Boom. Here it is. It's loading up. A lot of people. It's got to populate. Let's see who gets it. Been some new winners recently. Let's see who that's going to be. And ultimately, uh, you know, again, I don't, and there's not a lot of people that I think it's unique as well. What you do uh, myself in this, this is that a lot of the guys on Twitch that are, have had success are, Oh, here it goes. Let's see who it is first. Before we go, we got Roland one let's see if it's uh i don't think they've won before yep they haven't so we'll make sure we message them congrats to him we'll get the uh the the, the winner here i'm gonna i'm gonna get the info but i was gonna say not a lot of people have the experience where you have you have over 2.6 million in live tournament earnings there's not a lot of people that have millions of dollars in live earnings that are also streaming consistently and i think that's nice that you bring that that uh that both both arenas you know you see some of the top top streamers they may not have more than 50 or 100k or 20k in live earnings which isn't a not a big deal but when you kind of have that versatility you get to really not only people ask you what's it like to play live or i'm going to play live give me you know you can really speak on it and that's uh i don't really i appreciate it thank you very much for 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 the compliment but uh, in my point of view i don't really look at this you know i'm just like the same guy as somebody else that has no result there you know because uh, my choice most of the time when i had the opportunity to play a tournament uh, my choice most of the time was to play a cash game you know right. my choice most of the time was not to play online for instance you know so now that people like because of this result people are saying like oh you 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 cash like now uh million dollars online whatever blah 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 i don't even know i don't i don't even know i don't even know i, I just know because there's on something like whatever on gg you click there's number that shows up or whatever you catch that's that's how i know i track my results twice a year you know i input my results every day you right. know it doesn't matter if i crush all the tournaments this week it's not going to change my schedule for the month it's not going to change anything in my life i'm going to keep keep on playing poker and plus about about the situation uh when we talk about uh i mean uh doing the giveaways and helping people out this is like for me i like to be to be to be uh doing this and doing this every time more and helping more people out because we need uh, uh to strengthen the poker economy you know how we do that bringing new players right yes. bringing new players so i like to do that i think that's important uh, we gave away in our stream hundreds of thousands already okay it was not it was not it's not like uh as yourself right yeah actually i was doing it i asked my ghost of them who's in the chat here i was trying to estimate and i want to start keeping track just to have a little better idea but it's for sure six figures of tickets or giveaways or percentages of Wait, yeah yeah six it, figures, it, it's abundant big, big, you know? six figures for sure on my stream we we lost count already we count in apartments now people make fun how many apartments did we give away 
because that's something we can do. Yeah, that's something we can do. That's something I can do from share of my winnings. There's something I can I can go after. We can go after my sponsor. We can go after your sponsor. We can grab uh, stuff for the community, not only for us. Yeah. So how many times I had an opportunity that a sponsor comes to me like, are oh, you gonna play this? This, this, and that. I say, no, I'm going to play this and this and that. We're going to give away for the people. So, like, uh, we, have, we, we have the power to do that. And the most people we help, we're helping ourselves because right. this is our game and we need to, pr to protect our game. I love it. I love it. That's a great way to wrap up. Again, much love to you, your family, and respect. And I, I know we'll cross paths again. Hopefully, uh, the world yes. gets a little more in order and, and things calm down and be at a live stop or, or just that in general yeah. when we cross paths. Uh, but again, always a pleasure. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for the time and, and best of luck. I'll be checking out your stream and, and your content. And, and we'll, uh, again, our children will be playing soon. Let's, let's, yes. let's hope very soon. So I just hope, I just, hope we don't get back to normal because normal was fucked up we need a better life we need yep. to come back stronger from this and understanding better of the issues and the situations we're facing that's very true. I, I, again, it seems like, it, uh, again, negatives, but you can usually take positive. And hopefully with this time where people, the creative, the best minds in our world are at home, they get extra time to, to do whatever they, they love and what's good for the world. And hopefully we, you know, a lot of practices and, and just thinking and people have time to sit back, reflect and, and be a better version of themselves and, and find ways to help others. And I, I hope that we all can, uh, we all are able to, to, to do that. So, um, you know, I can, I, I can say that's a great way to put it. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. And, and tell Natalie, I gotta, she's got to be on, so be ready. She's going to have to carve out a day in the coming weeks. Absolute, absolute pleasure. Thank you very much, my friend. All the blessings to you and your family. Uh, and everybody the, the, that uh, is watching this, thank you very much as well for hanging out with us. Uh, Nat, uh, Natalie will be knowing. The message will be sent. Yes. And soon, soon we are together to have a play date with the little ones. I love it. I love it. I love it, man. I can't wait so much. Thank you for the time, bro. Have a great day. Cheers. Ciao. Bye. All right, guys, that's Felipe Mojave Ramos. You can follow him on all the socials. Again, he streams. Great guy. Great player. Best of luck. That's 95 in the book. We got 96 podcast tomorrow. Uh, Valdemar, the owner, founder, check the side. Very cool program. I hope you check that out. And we got some big podcasts next week. Closing in on 100. And I will see you all tomorrow. And actually streaming. I didn't look a stream because as Philippe said, I wanted to let this, this is a three hour plus stream of absolute joy. And, and I really enjoy the conversation, but I will be going live in a bit uh, to play a bit today. I just, some days you got to just go for it. I'm, I'm in the matrix and, and we'll, uh, we'll see you guys on Twitch later and on a podcast tomorrow. So cheers. Thanks for listening to this episode. It was brought to you in partnership with party poker. Go to partypoker.com to play tournaments, cash games, and improve your poker game. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast to hear all of my future episodes.